tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. Union Square, I was there. Yo, it's still the great. Hot the bitty one. Taz, let's fight. Zah, let's argue. Ball, ball, Let's get loose. Yo, I number two pencil my bars. When it comes to hoops, I play the four or five with the drive of a guard. Tournaments with hood stars. They pay the ref a couple of yards to throw the game with an offensive charge. On the bench, it was a firing squad. Wasn't having it. They turned the championship to something hazardous. Some players just never made it out. They died by the dots. By the foul line, the empty Glock, the game shot clock. I know ghetto fiasco. Now I'm the truth like the magic lasso. King of the castle. In Queens, I got a team of jackals. L with the tackle, graffiti on the scaffold. Ball head with my shadow, rocking the giant afro. Big East with the stats, a triple threat. Southpaw rip through your press with a pinch of finesse. Before I lay up, I try to bang it on them, rip the net. Bars and hoops, step your game up, we winning. Who got next? <laughs> what up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and hoops, steals the great. Pop the bandit one. Yo, what it is? <laughs> <player. laughs> That's where. It's the nose son of the urban legend. And DJ JLJ on the ones and twos. We are Bars and Hoops Radio. Fellas, I wish you would have saw Zaz's little legs under these tapes. <laughs> oh, God. I need what? help. <laughs> Fellas, man, we had, we had another week, man. We about to end the month strong. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of good things to talk about today, man. It's a little hollow in the room today because we're in the middle of a move. So if you see something in the background that you didn't see before, that's because we're in the middle of moving. But let's go. We're still gonna give you a great show, and we got a lot in store for you. But before we start, you know we gotta talk about that week, man. So we gonna start with you today, Daz. How was your week, champ? Oh no, the no, this week was it was pretty good. I got myself a um, you know second delivery of a car I ordered. Um, oh, shout out to uh, Genesis. Don't call it a Hyundai. You know, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, first time ever having a car where I don't actually have to drive around with a quarter oil and, and coolant be- or, or worry about smelling something burning. Shout out so, to everybody that had the hoopties. And, and, and this is actually my first car where the AC actually works and it's going to be consistent. Boy. No more arm out the window taking that deep breath. Y'all know that deep breath. Yo, Dias, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to modify it, man. I'm not touching it. I don't want nothing to break. I got the Volvo still. <laughs> it looks nice, man. I'm gonna keep it nice, yo. To the chicks, it's a it's it's a Benz, cause they don't know what it is. Don't got wow. a Hyundai, don't got a Hyundai logo on it. Hey man, it look like something, right? <laughs> it looks like something. That's all like matters. Like like you walking, I'm driving. Somebody got the upper hand hand. It ain't you. Heard up. Oh old man once told me, if you see someone at the bus stop and you look good. Keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> got heated, heated and cool seats, yeah. too, so I'm oh, good. shout out to Des. I'm, I'm not going to. Stunting right now. I, I, Boy, bro, I got so many. Ass, you keep her ass warm before you black. Oh, oh this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. No more getting my arm. Yeah. No more burning the seat when you sit down. That's a fact. Word up, man. Zai, how was your week, man? My week was wonderful, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it it actually pretty nice, you know. I sat down and didn't do nothing. Got paid for it all week. What'd you God, cook? Don't say that too loud. Wait. They might find something for you to What'd do. What'd you cook for the whole week? That's a bunch of spots. I don't know about the, the whole week, but in you, the basement. See, you <laughs> see me saute them green beans in the garlic butter. You know you had to leave the butter out and put no, the butter in the, No, garlic butter and natural garlic. <laughs> you said garlic butter. Garlic butter. Yeah, you don't know where to go. I was in, you should know I was in Trader Joe's. Shut up. Oh. Shut up to Team No Vegetables. Shut up to Team No Vegetables, dude. <laughs> Word. Pop. Huh. How's your week, champ? My week was great, man. First, I want to say shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to those that tune in to Bars and Hoops Radio for every show, every day. We love y'all. My week was tremendous. I got a chance to see my co host my homeboy, S.I. Sean, tied a knot with wifey. Congratulations to Sean. Congratulations, S.I. Sean. Word. Mm. You know what was real great about it, man? You know what I mean? His wife actually had a Toyota Supra put on the wedding cake. Wow. Oh, that's, oh, wow. That oh, wow. was beautiful. She's a keeper. That was beautiful. Like I said, shout out to him, man. My week was tremendous, but that was the high point of it for the most part. Cool. You know what I mean? It was tremendous for him, man. You know, got to be there for him. I was the best man in the wedding. It was tremendous, man. Shout That's to cool. him, man. Shout to Rally Radio. Let's get it, man. J.O.J. My week and every week and every day is beautiful just to wake up and make a change. You know what I'm saying? Always do better. You know what I mean? So... I'm in the spirits, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go in with whatever we're gonna peace do. To I'm ready. Yeah, peace to the gods. Out peace, God. There, man. Peace, yeah. God. Finally, so, how was your week? Finally, had a week where we wasn't on you about your boy, huh? <laughs> yeah. You had a little break this week. <laughs> yeah. Word up. I mean, my week was cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Not much going on, man. I'm back in the swing of things at the J.O., man. You know what I'm saying? But I'll be ready to quit that shit every day. Like, hate you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day. <laughs> At the end of the day, man, they pay the bills, man, and it is what it is, man. We got to get up and do something every day. You don't want to be like that young man from Harlem killing his moms because he ain't want to get a job. Man, you know Harlem been, been taking on many L's, too. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. the, you got the, uh, the um, fashionista bum that's biting women. And then you got the other, and then you got, and then you got the dude who killed his mom, like you yeah, know Harlem. Man. Harlem, you got to check Going your residence. Up town, man. And then you got this, these bozos that went in the liquor store that, yeah, that, bite that, that, that yeah, it bit shorty on her head, left his DNA. Because she wouldn't let him buy him no buy wine, him no drink. And Word. of course, when I saw who he was, I decided to share on my social media because oh, yeah. I want everybody to yeah. actually find out who this gentleman is that likes to bite Who's women. Because back in the this? Get him the up out of here. Mm-hmm. See, he going about it the wrong way. Yeah, he, he need to. He bite, need to have. He don't the... bite women to hurt him, man. I mean, he's. I mean, well, first off, he's selling Metro Car swipes on one twenty fifth in St. Nick. So if I'm selling Metro Car swipes <laughs> and I'm trying to talk to women, I, you know, shout out to you know at the end of the day how his approach his approach is definitely probably wasn't even proper. Even dudes if she like was him, single. dudes like him be mad because they can't get the shorty. So that's I don't what know what y'all talking about. I thought they caught him. They, they did. Scooby Doo and the crew caught him. And when they took the mask oh. off, it was Marv Albert. Ow, God. God. Oh, God. That dude. That Shout dude. out to the lips That dude. That dude is a pity. Sorry tomorrow, man. Oh, we and gonna see who this and is. And I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> that dude is the epitome. <laughs> that dude is the epitome of a fly bum. 
a fly bum. Yeah. That dude is a epitome of a fly bum. Montclair on selling Metro card swipes. Oh, what is going on in the world? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It's crazy out here, man. These streets, man. I'm telling you, man. I hope they do him super dirty in jail. Oh, he's not oh, he's oh, done. Super violating. You know what I'm saying? He's also going to come down the hallway and be like, yo. Got the biter coming in. <laughs> also, also, too, he's not. He's got probably a w- array of charges too. Assault. He's trying to. He's trying to maim the woman. I mean, oh. it's not going to look good. And he's it's going to do. Season. Yeah. yeah, and it's COVID. He's going to be getting light in jail. He's taking the L. Kid. Oh, he's going to get more than light in jail. Yeah, yeah he's going to see Uncle Shay Shay. Yeah, yeah, facts. Oh, oh my pocket. Once the Once he come into the locker room, Big Bubba come he in, he's going to be like, Metro Cross Swipes, two dollars a piece, and made sixteen dollars out. He come into the, he come into, he come into the cell with Big Bubba. He going to be like, no music. He should have stayed a fly. He should have stayed a fly bum and just kept it moving. But yeah, man. But you know, man. Hopefully they they do him right in jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wherever he gonna end up. You know what I mean? Because he definitely don't need to be out here. That was my mom's sister kid. It was like this. And they also do. It's the not the East first river. It's Ooh. not the first woman that he actually did that to. It's, it's, it's other women. So oh, yeah. you know. So actually, oh, maybe I think yeah. um, those other women should come forward and actually speak about it. Since yeah, they say he was a terror. Yeah, oh, the guy? yeah, he was a terror. He was a ter- he was he was terrorizing. And nobody people. tightened nobody him up. Everybody just let him get away with it. Let's haul him. That's how they get. Shout out to Harlem, Harlem. That's how y'all doing. Oh, they're, they're busy on the corner. Shout out to the men of Harlem that just want to look pretty. I'm telling uh, you, man. Word. Don't want to put their hands to face. Bang. They don't want to get busy. Well, shout out, shout out to Harlem dudes that just want to sit sit back and be pretty. They don't want to get their nails. They don't want to crack their nails. Home of the Vansons. Word. The Vats. The Gore Tex. And then instead of turning them in, they say we we just walk you home. The motorcycle jacket on a two. Train. We're walking home from the train station <laughs> with the S curls. Jimmy, 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 and Davey, y'all gotta straighten this out, man. They so far gone from Harlem. You might as well forget they live in Jersey. Word. True. True. Shout out to Fort Lee. Word up, man. But anyway, <laughs> moving along, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Like I said, we're gonna talk a little NBA. We definitely gonna talk some football, and we're gonna get to the rap report. But to set everything off, man, we're gonna get into these little scores and recaps of the NBA. Jay, mm-hmm. cut the music. You know what I mean? So, last night, the Warriors trounced the Pistons, 118 to 91. Everybody sleeping on Led the Warriors. Led by Steph, sleeping on the Warriors. Like, come on, fam. You know, we don't believe Man. you. You're gone too far Man. now. Steph Curry led the way with 28 points, five boards, and seven dimes. Andrew Wiggins added another 20 points, four boards, and three dimes. For the Detroit Pistons, they got Jeremy Grant <laughs> leading the way with 18 points. Who? Reggie, <laughs> Reggie Jackson also chipped in 17 points and six boards in a losing effort. Damn. Moving on over to the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. The Suns get by by six points, 111 to 105, led by CP3 with his 29 points, 12 dimes, and four steals. He said, Luca, who? So we give you some of this work. DeAndre Ayton added another 18 points and 17 boards. On the Dallas side of things, Luka Doncic, ho-hum, 29 points, 8 boards, 7 dimes, the usual. Tim Hardaway Jr. added 19 points. Then we're going to move on over to the Grizzlies and the San Antonio Spurs. It ain't Tim Duncan and Michael <laughs> Ginobili walking through them doors. This ain't your daddy this Spurs. This ain't your daddy Spurs. They got spanked by the Grizzlies, 129 to 112. Damn. Memphis 
Ja, ja Morant led the way with 19 points, 11 dimes. Kyle Anderson chipped in 16 points. Kyle Anderson used to play on the Spurs, so it was a little sweet revenge for him. On the San Antonio side of things, like I said, this ain't your daddy Spurs. Shout Derek Texas. White added 18 points. DeJounte Murray added 15 points and 7 dimes. Moving on over to the Lakers versus the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Sal over there yeah, shaking his head like the Celtics, Celtics mm-hmm. had a win, Listen, but the I, Celtics had make, a loss. Can I just make a statement? You I'm can make mad. a statement. I'm not mad at the effort my two young studs put in there. Kimba, get it together. You're just coming off of a dish. <laughs> but now. listen, we got two young dudes that played the top three players in the league and they escaped from the skin of their teeth. Lakers better beware, man. We in Find the fight. Back to the current news. Shout the Lakers, the the Lakers squeak out the victory 96 to 95 in a close game, man. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis led the way with 27 points and 14 boards. Mm-hmm. King James. 21.7 boys, seven dimes. Another day at the office. I'm a James on the boy on the Boston side. Jason Tatum led the way with 30 points and nine boards. Jalen Brown chipped in 28 points. Other than that, nobody else was anywhere to be found. For they real. was in the warp zone they was somewhere. In the warp zone somewhere. <laughs> Shout out to Pop. <laughs> then we're moving on over to the Rockets and the Pelicans. The Rockets beat the brakes off the Pelicans, 126 to 112, led by Christian Wood. With 27 points and nine boards, Victor Oladipo chipped in 20 points and six boards and seven dimes. On the New Orleans side of things, Zion Williamson, a.k.a. Cheeseburger. Hey, hey Mudfoot. He had 26 points, seven boards, <laughs> and four dimes. Monster. Brandon Ingram, he had 15 points, five boards, and four dimes in a losing effort. Moving on over to the Miami side of things, the Heat and the Kings went at it. It was a close game. The Heat what? won one by one point, 105 to 104. This is what happens Jimmy, when you're the Kings. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, fresh over Corona. You know what I'm saying? Lost Came 12 back, pounds. Lost 12 pounds, yeah. looking like Sideshow Bob out there. <laughs> 30 points, seven <laughs> boards, and eight dimes. Bam Adebayo, another monster night. 18 points, 13 boards, and four dimes. On the Sacramento, on the Sacramento Kings side of things, De'Aaron Fox chipped in 30 points. Six boards and six times. He's a good young player, by the way. The only thing I like about Sacramento Kings is that. Shout out to Shaq. The only thing I liked about the Sacramento Kings is that they made jerseys to match my purple Tim. Hey, shout out to Dez, the only nigga in Queens that had purple Tims. (laughs) Still. Buddy Hill. Grandma House. Chipped in 18 points in the losing effort. Moving on over to the Charlotte side of things on the Hornets. They actually smacked the Bucks 126 to 114. Led by LaMelo Ball. A.K.A. my son isn't happy with his playing time. 27 <laughs> points, 5 boards, and 9 dimes off the bench. They came back? They came back and won. Beat them wow. down, beat you down. They was beating them early, too, Tracks. but like 20 or something like that. Lonzo Ball was like this. Shoot program, nigga. Pop, I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> We're not playing in those. My you son. Know, yeah, for real. <laughs> Gordon Hayward chipped in 27 points in a winning effort on the Mil- Mil- Milwaukee side of things. He's been balling Giannis. since he left Boston. Yeah, man. he has been. You know what I mean? Yeah, it must have been those guys, those two young guys holding him back, huh? Maybe it was obvious, Kyrie, huh? Obvious talent one. It doesn't matter what it was. <laughs> He's in Hornetsville right now, and he's killing on the, on the Milwaukee side of things, Giannis and Temple Compo, 34 points, 18 boards, 9 dimes, not enough. Drew Holiday chipped in 21 points, 5 boards, and 5 dimes. The Trailblazers and the Bulls came down to a buzzer beater from Dame Lillard to squeak the victory of 126 to 125. Lillard had 44 points, 5 boards, and 9 dimes. 
Enos Cantor chipped in 22 points and 11 boards. Where was he at when we needed that on New York side of things? Mm. The Chicago Bulls side. Laurie mm. Markkinen scored 31 points. Laurie Markkinen scored 31 points. Zach Levine chipped in 26, seven boards and four dimes, and it wasn't enough. So that's the wrap-up for the scores on the NBA side of things. And now, Zah, no, pardon self, we're going to take it to Pop. And Tyler Hero, man. He AKA, had the quarantine. I got people in my crib and they sick. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Talk about it. That Rona party. Oh, God. Word. Says here, so we're going to talk a little bit about Tyler Hero. Now, we all, I, I kind of, I can't front. I was more introduced to Tyler Hero last year in the bubble as far as him really showing up and showing out. When it came to Miami Heat's little run to the finals when it got stopped by the Lakers. I just wanted to point he, that out. He killed us. And I was like, who's this guy? He was hitting. Shoot the three. He was shoot shooting. it. Shoot the J. He was shoot it. He was pulling up from the corner. The mid, you know, the mid-range jump shot is obsolete in today's game. Yeah, but. You know, so he was hitting that like it was nothing. I was like, whoa, we, we losing to this. Kim Bain show up. But, but you know what, though? I was hoping he had that energy in the Lakers series. but mm-hmm. No. <laughs> exactly. Not he actually, somebody, people actually played defense. <laughs> Ooh. Miami Heat guard Tyler Hero revealed after a 105-104 win over the Sacramento Kings on Saturday night that he learned a housemate has tested positive for COVID-19. Hero said he got the news at halftime and was uncertain if he would have to quarantine because of possible exposure. Damn. No, you're kind of hot, you know. You're kind of hot right now. You're kind of hot right now. His revelation... His revelation came the same night as All-Star forward Jimmy Butler just returned after missing 10 games because of the NBA's health and safety protocols established for the safe play during the coronavirus pandemic. Butler scored a season-high 30 points after missing 12 of Miami's 18 games because of virus-related issues as he ended a five-game losing streak. The Heat also didn't play Kendrick Nunn on Saturday night because he was waiting for a COVID-19 test result when the game started. Oh, God. So... One thing they haven't gotten into, why do they say his housemate? I'm going to ask. Why do they say his housemate? They used, uh, to call, they used to call him roommates back in the day. Facts. So, uh... What did you say, nigga? I don't even want to say oh, what is going on. Oh, but it, it don't sound kosher. It don't sound correct. You know what I'm saying? So... Y'all gotta knock it off, man. Hey, man, housemate. Listen, why call it that? Just oh, say God. your people. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. But either way, <laughs> Hero had 15 points and three assists for the Heat, who were also without Goran Dragic, <laughs> and used their 14th lineup in 19 games this season. I ask you, gentlemen, should he have been able to sit out that game? Should he? Should, once he found that at halftime. Should that have been a rap for him? Of course yeah. it was. Yeah. And they let been. him play. Didn't they do that to Des Bryant? Like, Dude, yo, sorry, Des. That's a fact. Play. But that was the beginning of the game. He said yes. he got the call at halftime. Oh, yeah. Well, he might as well have just finished. Everybody here probably got it already. Damn. Wired. So there's a good chance he exposed a lot of people, even somebody that just came back like Jimmy Butler. Yo, shout out to the recklessness. Yes. Everybody, <laughs> a lot of people probably caught it. For real. Well, I'll tell you what. Miami is the closest to Brazil, and they have their own strand. Oh God! So <laughs> everybody just out here rounded it out. That's it. I think yeah, the man. I think the biggest thing we got to ask ourselves is how is this conducive to a great NBA season? 
you know, the NBA has already showed people, like, when they did the bubble and they finished their season, I guess that was, like, you know, impromptu, something that they felt they had to do, you know? But now they have an NBA season with no kind of quarantine whatsoever. And players, I mean, look look at Jimmy Butler, for Christ's sake. He lost 12 pounds. He lost exactly. 12 pounds. It was serious. Exactly. But the thing about it, too, you have to understand, too, like, safety and profit, like, they don't go, like, they don't go hand in hand. You know, the NBA is like, look, we want to have the bubble. Dez. We want to have the bubble, but we have to have games to play. We have to have playoffs. You know, like, we if we go, imagine imagine NBA not going for one year. Well, I mean, we could even take that back to any big monopolies and any kind of big businesses that's been in, in, in the world. Let's take Amazon. Amazon was, was being trashed. Instacart, a lot of these people was old because they're not taking care of their people. What about, um... I know we all saw the Titanic. You see how they had people down there shoveling oh, coal next to engine pistons and stuff like that. You're right. Oh, Safety and money does not go hand in hand, which is one of the reasons why they try to get cheap labor. Facts. But, but remember, we live in a you know capitalist society, and you know when you have like organizations like the NBA, it's just like people demand that these players play. So if you're a fan, think about it. Not even just NBA, like uh-huh. the NFL. Like, you got season tickets, you're going to tell all your consumers, like, yo, you know what? This year, it's, it's, it's not valid. Okay. You're not going to give a bunch of refunds. Yeah, they do. They have to. So, you not. They have to. In this, in this particular state, they have they to. Have Before to. they do they, that, they will sit all of the star <laughs> players and put replacement players well, in there. They'll bring them G Leagues up in no time. Zah, you said. They, what? How could they not give their money back? Zah, you said they have to, but will they? they That's the question. Nothing. That's the question. Will they? They, then they have to sit in court because all, all of y'all get together and it'll be a lawsuit. Nine times ten, people are not going to go to court and sue the you know NBA. Tickets, <laughs> you know how much season tickets cost? The lawyer costs more than the season tickets. Facts. And, and we also got to keep not in if, mind. Not man. if groups get together and do it at the Nobody, same time. Fans. But, but how would you feel about Tyler Hero as a teammate? I mean, bang, let's go. I mean, I mean, but he didn't know. What? So he, he didn't, didn't know. But I'm he didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. He knew at halftime. He didn't. He knew at halftime. He had an idea. Listen, if this but, is a housemate, but it's on the organization. To exactly. Pull, you see, they try to pull. They pulled Bam out of bio away from Kyrie Irving the other day when he wanted to swap a jersey. They like, oh no, nah, what are you doing? And, and, and not for <laughs> and not for nothing. I'm not sure. You know that who that security guard was yo, really trying to, to Kyrie, grab. Yo, like he was trying to grab some biscuits. Shout out to Kyrie, shout to Kyrie Irving, man. Represent his tribe, man. He's, talk, he's talking about a lot of real fact stuff nowadays. Oh God, shout out oh, to Kyrie Irving. Oh God, we okay. heard from the conscious comp community <laughs> today <laughs> with his feather in his head. Oh God, I agree. I agree with still. Um, it's but, not on him. It's on the, it's on the organization. Yeah, it's on the organization. Yeah, but you, as a teammate, you wouldn't be. I mean, like, let's say you, Jimmy Butler, you just came back. Yeah, Rona free. Hopefully, you know what I mean. You made your, your run back twelve pounds late. Twelve pounds lost already. Yeah. And I can only imagine it's because he wasn't eating because he couldn't taste or smell nothing. Yes, the bearded one did go through that himself. Yes, yeah, I will say this: yeah. there's no way I could sit there and be like, "Yo, fam, you kind of had an idea that you was exposed and you out here passing the ball to me." Maybe not. I would feel maybe germs maybe on he it, was eight. Maybe the dude oh, was eight. Asymp- maybe his oh, his God. room partner. Whatever was asymptomatic and but, didn't know. But also, too, you understand, too. Look at all the NBA players. <laughs> Think about all this, right? Yeah, we laughing. It ain't funny. It ain't all fun. the NBA players, right? Like having different, like multiple NBA players having gatherings in their houses and all that stuff. He knows. Like, I would feel they a certain way, too. can't have gatherings in their houses. Nah. It's crazy. You can't. Oh, low key, you can. Go and go home. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, low key, you can. <laughs> who said that? Yeah, but it's. Uh, it's, it's, it's who? It's, 
It's usually you shouldn't have Lou no Williams order. Lou Williams can't get people. no chicken wings in the oh, strip club. What's wrong heard? with you, <laughs> Lemon for pepper. Real. Shout out again. Lemon pepper wings in the strip club. He was there for the breasts and Word. thighs. Oh, God. That's hilarious. <laughs> no gravy, please. No cotton. <laughs> no veggies. No, no veggies. No stick no, stick, no, ca- no, no stick, no carrot and celery in there. No, don't do but, that. But I, the reason I ask <laughs> is because, you know, uh, uh, see, the thing is this. The reason this virus is spreading, the reason this thing is really going on is because nobody's taking that personal responsibility to go, yo, you know what? I was in a dangerous situation, and before I make it dangerous for everybody else, I'm going to quarantine myself. That is really the problem. Yeah, I know. That is really what they're not talking about. But that is what the NBA players need the to NBA do. It's not do. enough. You can't expect the NBA to do everything for you to keep you personally safe. That's it a is, fact. This is the, really the, NBA, the issue. Let me tell you something. At work, I got to take three COVID tests every single week. The NBA can do it. They making quadruple Triple oh, more money oh, than me, oh, and go, they get they get they get they get monitoring other people's oh. pockets now. Yo, you want to laugh? <laughs> you want to laugh? We ain't gonna start monitoring other people's pockets look, now. Now I see I why I, I see why Dez flinched when I pulled that zip tie out like this. Look, he was like, oh, oh hey, <laughs> word, word up, man. We were been running testing cars for a long time. God. <laughs> Speaking about tests and, and, and Corona, you know the Nets had a lot of. Issues with coronavirus on their team, and they got a new member coming on. Zai, talk about it, Mr. Iman Schubert, man. Schumpert. Schumpert. Says Schumpert. Shout out to Daz, Schumpert, the boxing analyst. Schumpert, Schumpert. talk Schumpert, about man. it. Iman Schubert is acquired by the Brooklyn Nets, and my only reason for that is because neither one of the guards can play a lick of defense. He does bring that. Quality when he was playing with the New York shits. I mean the New York Knicks. <laughs> he was one of the one of the predominant one of the predominant defensive players on that team. He is a, he is an NBA champion. With, um, coming from the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he won with LeBron James because he did contribute but to great God, defense as but well. You know what? The Nets are still in New York, so you can't sh- you can't ish on on the Nets. Actually, I'm I mean, a Knicks fan. I am a Nick fan, but finish your I said Nick's fan. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Nick fan. See? <laughs> Shout out to Brooklyn, man. Man, how um, different? I think it's a good acquisition for them because, like I said, Kyrie can't guard himself. James Harden won't even attempt to guard nobody, which leaves the defensive effort back on. Damn, you said Kyrie can't guard Kevin himself. Kevin Durant. Let me tell you. And next thing you know, KD being <laughs> Cheap labor. Facts. That's Cheap all it is. labor. You already know what it is because when they played, when they played – a premier team that has a, a very good guard core. Cheap. Kyrie's not going to guard that guy or no, James listen. Harden. Nobody in the NBA defends anybody, and that's and, why. And, 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 and that's and why the Wait league is weak. Yeah. Hold up, man. Yeah. Hold up, man. Let's go. I know you ain't just sitting here and saying that neither one of them cats is going to be guarding the premier player. If no, Shump it is. What yes, he is. Are you kidding me? You the mother. You know what I'm saying? Let, let me this tell you, dude, let me tell he's going to be a victim. If they Shumpen, go, listen, you can say Amon Shump is known for his defense. There's no reason why this man been out the league all that time. That's the case, God. Because that's the only thing he's buck. known for. Yeah. Well, listen. then he ain't known for Yeah, nothing. listen, yeah. And that's why he was on the first thing smoking out of New York, man. His, <laughs> his defense is overrated. He was injury prone when he was here. Towards he ACL. gave you very, yeah, he gave you very little on, on the offensive end. He was end. rocking a high top. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> they, like Pop said, it's cheap labor. The Nets need more bodies. I agree with all that you're saying, but to uh, me, I think he played better defense than he played offense. My man was seven feet tall. Can I say something? When Iman came to the Knicks, that's when he had, um, what's his name on there? The, um, J.R. Spliff. No, J.R. and then, um, <laughs> the, um, God damn, man, what's his name? Mike Woodson. 
Yeah, my man, six seven with a hot top. Was a special the, the main, class, the main guy, man. The, Carmelo, uh, Carmelo. He said yeah. the main the guy. The main guy, Carmelo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying okay. he had to pass the ball to Carmelo all the time. Oh my the first god! Yo, they spoiled. They spoiled his game, man. I'm telling you, man. The Knicks spoiled his game. So what they do, Jay? They said. You don't do nothing but give it to Melo and move out. That's it. <laughs> yo, he balked. Yeah. He balked on yeah. Melo one time, and Melo was like, "Yo, I yeah, work you know on that what? shot." You know what, I work Jay? On that shot. You might be right, Jay, because Melo did tell him one time, "What are you doing, shooting the ball? Yeah. Pass the ball." Yeah, pass the ball. Melo was you. bullying him. Shout yo, out to Jay Jay trying stop. to make Melo look <laughs> selfish. Right? <laughs> he don't pay you to shoot. Keep the change, you sure. animal. Jay <laughs> snuck one in there. I had to agree though, because I remember that point. Yeah. yeah Jay was a wild. A Nick fan, he saw that and got mad. I saw in the video last week. That's what's crazy because I was I was watching Iman Shepard working out and he's still in good shape, man. You know what I mean? He should. His girl is in good shape. The high top give him power, though. Oh boy, what? Calm down, man. (laughs) That's what the money on my boy. Wow, you gotta be careful, man. Man, he's strong, boy. Hey. Man, he's he like six, he is 6'3", twig. Should have that cup, Des. Is he 6'3"? <laughs> oh, God. If not, he's about 6'6". Yeah, he's 6'6", 6'7", with a high top. So he's so really like 7 feet tall. He's like, he, he can fight Tyson Fury. <laughs> and Deontay Wilder. Well, he, he needs to fight that girl that was in the threesome with him. Oh, he's God. trying to take him to the ringer. Take him to the bank. And I said it. So before we get off topic, uh-huh. we're going to go back to the Knicks. Dennis Smith Jr. asked to be uh-huh. sent down to the Knicks G League team. Nah, he didn't. Nah, he requested to go down to the G League because he wants to stay fresh and he wants to get some more reps playing basketball because under Tom Thibodeau, he can't get off of the bench. He got he to gotta score some points. Nah, he, it's <laughs> not, nah the he points. got to work hard. Yeah, points ain't the thing with Thibodeau, man. He got to work hard. You're not playing defense, he ain't and then you're not scoring like that. And, and, and I'm going to keep it a buck. Dennis Smith Jr. was the key piece in that KP trade. The Knicks drafted him ninth. Well, they missed out on drafting him um, on number eighth pick. They picked oh, they picked Franklin Akinia instead of him, and he ended up going to Dallas. He had a great rookie year is in Dallas. Still on that team, Frank. Frank Nilakina is there too. He's another one that can't get off the bench because he's limited. And you got a man, a man, you quickly, and you got all these other guys saying, that came quickly, in hungry. Yeah, quickly took his spot. Man. So with Dennis Smith Jr., he was going through a lot last year. Like he lost a family member. And he just came back, and he looked like he didn't love basketball anymore. When he was on the court, he moved around like lackadaisical. He wasn't hustling. He didn't look like he had any passion. It could be mental aspects behind that. I mean, you know, those things could take a guy out of his game, too, not training. You know, like, Bro. was he was he really training the way he should have been? That's the thing. They said that he never came into the league in, in tip-top shape. He's still eating junk food, ho-hos, ding-dongs, cheese doodles. <laughs> he didn't have a regiment that an athlete cues, would have. You know, you know, know. know what I mean? And, and that's what kind of hurt him. You know what I mean? That hurt his his, 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 his game, hurt his reputation. This is what I don't understand. And he wasn't about, coachable. This is what I understand. I don't understand about these athletes. You got an um, opportunity of a lifetime to perform as an athlete. You only have one job to do. It's not uh-huh. like you have to go work at Walmart or go do something else. All you have to do is just train and be in shape. You have nutritionists. You got dietitians. You have different people that can help you out your way to be the best performing athlete. You get plenty of sleep. There's no excuse for it. And it goes back. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. There is an excuse. What? Mentally, he doesn't believe he can be. That's one. 
I was, Mentally, I was he doesn't believe he can I say be. Popeyes. A lot of, Dang. a lot of, a lot of athletes, <laughs> a lot of athletes do that, and their goal is to make it to the stage. And then when they finally get to the stage, it's like, all right, I'm. They I'm don't here. have no goal yeah, after that. I'm here, you know. So they got the millions, they got their moms out the hood and all that, and it's like, all right, now what's next? But the problem is, is that too is like it's not even just having that. It's just that you don't remember the work that you put in from high school, college, you know, to to get where you need to be at. And I'm glad you said that. The work that you put in on the high school level carries over into your professional career. And it's what we talk about all the time with a lot of these young athletes. They have everything handed to them on the AAU level. They don't work hard. They make the team automatically. Yep. They don't push those guys on those levels. Go ahead, Pop. Could I talk about mm-hmm. Well, today, you know, I got a chance to watch that, that documentary of Kid from Coney Island. And I got a chance Marbury. to watch the, yeah, the, about Marbury. And I got to say, you know what, man? Y'all know, first and foremost, y'all know I was the first one to be dogging him because I didn't really like his language when it came to talking about LeBron James. I feel like LeBron James, he's, he's great, you know what I mean? And I don't feel like players should knock other players. At the same time, I will say this. He worked for everything he got. I'm not going to BS you. Who, Steph? Yes. Yeah, of course. He lived in a house with seven other siblings. Or was, or it was altogether seven kids. He, he went to school. His brothers were also great in ball, but at the same yes. time, they stuck it to him. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, his coaches and stuff made him work, and he still was humble about it. You never really heard him talking bad about it. And I, and I told y'all that when he left New York, it was a lot of things that went into that. You see his relationship with his dad. It was a big thing. And, and every dad died. You know what? Yeah, he was, he was and, and not for game, nothing. And not for nothing. I think the biggest thing, what, what really hint, hit it on that, was the fact that when he was his pops, and I got a shout out to all dads, man. His pops was known as the enforcer. Yes. Like Mom Dukes is nice. When it come to dad, I ain't with all of that. I'm here to fix it. Now, James and Evans. not for nothing, he mm-hmm. he he stayed on him. But his pops was his biggest fan. You but know? thing about, mm-hmm. thing and about I think that's what changed everything. And and, and not to get too far off topic, mm-hmm. not to get too far off topic. At the same time, it really made me respect his work ethic. And I think a lot of guys out here, nah, because yeah, I was talking about, oh, that guy that ate Vaseline. I mean, he was wilding though. He was crying, pouring water mentally. On mentally, he was going through it. His Evan. father died watching him play basketball. And then the Knicks try to railroad him, kid. Ever since anybody got blamed the organization, Larry yeah. Brown. Yeah. Ever since, yeah. ever since tell him. not even tell Larry him. Brown. It was Mike D'Antoni and, and Donnie Walsh. Yeah. His sister said, "Don't tell him though." And then, and then ever since then it was downhill. Because then after that he came to Boston. He lost Doc the Rivers, and then was trying to get him. Play you. We want you. We don't. We want but, Starberry. But, and he was just like, "But you understand too." There. And yeah. we just talk about upbringing. A lot of people from like no matter even the sport like. People who have the most disciplined athletes are from the trenches. I mean, we had we had medicine. We had Meta's father up here. You know what I'm saying? And that's someone that came from the trenches. And you know, it's a certain level of discipline when you want to have a way out. When the way out is very narrow. Now we have a lot of athletes today, and I can speak about the sport of boxing where they're babied, they're pampered. You know. They get extra money that guys before then. You don't have to worry about a guy getting fifty dollars. You know, I'm just talking about boxing, but fifty dollars around. Now these guys is like, well, I'm entitled. So the entitlement went up because now you've got a lot of people that are coming into sports that are rich kids now. 
You know, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but they're not even rich, but upper middle class, you know, kids, good family and stuff like that. So what are you really hungry? You're not going to be hungry. And that's what I'm saying. In the case of Dennis Smith Jr., mm-hmm. I first saw him, not even before he went to NC State, I saw him in a documentary that wasn't even about him. It yeah. was about a kid that went to North Carolina who everybody predicted to be the next star in the NBA. His name was Seventh Woods. He was a YouTube sensation. Yeah. Remember I used to post those videos? Yep. The young guard that was yep. just flying around, dunking and doing. They showed a video of him going against Dennis Smith Jr. in the in um, North Carolina State, no, South Carolina State Championship game. That's yeah. when I got to see Dennis Smith Jr. first. So he was always naturally gifted, but he never improved his game. He, he never improved his jump shot. He never worked on his defense. Like I said, he came in with a poor diet for an athlete. And it ain't caught up to him. Now you get to the NBA, you got other guys that's coming in hungry. Because the thing about it, and that goes back to high school and college. Like when you're in college and you, you know, let's say you're you're an athlete on a scholarship, mm-hmm. all the nutrition is taking care of taking care for you. So when you go to the like I guess, you know, the lunchroom or whatever, like you have your meals, they set your meals for you. Mm-hmm. So you take those good habits, you got nutritionists, you have access to other things yeah. that even average people who are in adulthood not even in college, mm-hmm. don't have access to. So all you really have to do is like, look, you have a cheat meal, but your cheat meal shouldn't be every single day. You shouldn't be going out drinking. You shouldn't be going out partying. Like, LeBron James came out of high school discipline. Focus. That's why he is Shout who he is today. Uh, but, uh, and he's, let me know. I'm, I'm going to hear what you he, say, Zah. Exactly. He, he is disciplined and focused, but if you ever seen LeBron outside of an NBA court, he's sitting somewhere with a glass in his hand. But my thing about it is that he, he sells wine for Christ's sake. He sells sake, wine, man. but you don't care what he said. He's drink, but, selling and selling is one thing. You yo, know he's you, drinking it. But do you have any I'll idea the kind of work that that man puts into but, drink uh, a glass of wine? Let's my ask dude? you a question. We're sitting here right now. We're sitting here right now being Chi Chi Ali. We sitting here drinking tea. That's only because man, we ain't got. That's only because we ain't got two million dollars to pay somebody. If I had two million, I'm still drinking tea. I got a question for Des then, man. What do you think about wine compared to liquor? Then one thing about it is like. Let's put it. Let's let's keep it real. Every elite athlete at some time is going to not just be stick to the cold. They're gonna drink something. But does the thing about it, it comes to binge drinking? Does LeBron James binge drink? Who ever see LeBron James? Let me ask you a question, Zach. When I was highly the la- doubt it. When I was the last? When was the last time you seen LeBron James on the floor of a nightclub? I seen him on the when he was on stage ball. with Little Wayne. That exactly. Yeah. But speaking of LeBron, <laughs> we gonna move on because. I'm glad that y'all said that. And the fact that everybody was here ready to gun LeBron down. No, no, no. I, was just, I nah, wasn't I mean, gunning LeBron down. I was saying that nah, this, mean, guy, no. this guy's a, he's got, this, what I'm saying with him is that he is elite athlete. So what? People who are boxers have a piece of cheesecake and a piece of, you know what I mean? Like, every athlete has a right to treat themselves to something. You know what I mean? Like, you train Shout hard every single, and basketball players have it harder than any other type of athlete because Talk you are it. training Every Half day. the single year, every single day, your body's going through wear and tear. So yes. let the man have a glass of wine and go to Europe. Who cares? Yes. <laughs> yes. So moving along, and I'm glad that we brought up LeBron James because he's the topic of our next discussion. Let's go. A Cavs fan was kicked out of the arena for holding up signs with derogatory statements directed at LeBron James. Now. That's crazy. Security tossed the Cayuga Falls man out of Monday's Cavaliers game for holding up T-shirts with offensive slogans that targeted former Cavaliers um, player LeBron James. The 49-year-old man, this guy was 49 years old. 49-year-old man, man, not arrested. Childish. Not charged. What was his name again? 
They don't say his name. Oh, they don't say his name. They don't say his name. Not in this article. Of course not, because you already know. Uh Uh-huh. Colonizer. James scored a season-high 46 points, including 21 in the fourth quarter of that game, to lead the Lakers to a 115-108 victory. Cavs general manager Kobe Altman and several team employees and players reported the fan to the Rocket Mortgage Field House Security, according to the police report released on Thursday. The man held up T-shirts that read, LeBron is a racist. LeBron is a narcissist. <laughs> Gloria goes west. That's the crazy. Starring LeBron James as King Narcissist. An apparent reference to his mother, Gloria James. Lendo. And another one that contained sexual nuendo. Can I can I say I, something to that? Say, talk about it, James. Was that the um is that what got him started though? Because I seen the um the game and it, then he looked yes. into the stands and yes. then after that he just, yeah, he he just went, berserk. Went, he went berserk he after went that. Berserk. <laughs> okay, that's that's all I wanted to know. Yo, that's it. <laughs> but it it, it it goes back to the burning question. Does LeBron deserve the disrespect and the criticism that he receives from fans and critics? Absolutely. We'll start not. with you, Zai. No. The only the only reason why, and I've said it a hundred times, only reason why I criticize him and get on him is for the teaming up aspect of his career. Me too. Anything anything Me too. outside of that, I don't criticize the man. I don't I definitely don't criticize the man off for his off the court things and <coughs> excuse me. Oh God! <laughs> Stuff that he's done in the community. Oh, shit. He's a champ. <laughs> he's 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 a champion for the things that he's done. You know, with his with his. Come on, man! <laughs> he's a champion for the things that he's done in the in the black communities and stuff like that. I only get on him, like I said, for the teaming up and having a stacked rosters part. That's it. Word, Des. I'm gonna tell you this. Him being an elite athlete for 18 years on a professional level, he can he's always going to do something wrong. The racist comment just cracks me up because how? I don't understand. He's pro-black. When you're pro-black, people pro people perceive so, that as being racist. So my thing about it, you being proud of who you are uh-huh. oppresses other people. This is the problem I have with new age thinking and the people that are like this guy that um that's in the stands and you know, doing stuff like that. You know what? Maybe he had a bad experience with LeBron James. Maybe he got ignored. Maybe LeBron James was passing by. These fans don't understand that. These athletes are people. And LeBron James' body of work outside the court holds everything. Yeah, okay. You know what? He switched squads. Some people say like this. Say, say he's a diva. It's different things. But, yo, you've Fact. got 20 years in the game. You're not 40 years old yet. Facts. Can I get it in for Pop Duke? Let's go. Let's go. See, LeBron James is one of the most activist athletes that we have, especially in basketball right now. So that comes with the territory to me. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he did what he had to do. Use it as fuel. Go in there and tear whoever team, <laughs> whoever team, <laughs> pull up any crazy side. You know what I'm saying? Back them down and blow them out. That's how you yeah. answer them back. Ooh, the shout one, out to Jay. The one Back time them down and blow them out, boy. The one time that Donald Trump acknowledged them, that's when all the negativity came. Once him and Donald Trump went back and forth, that's where the racism. Stuff so what happened? He though? didn't what start that though. that though. We, we know that. What happened with that? I, I missed that. <clears throat> well, he called he called him an idiot. Oh, LeBron, LeBron, yeah, LeBron called, called forty five. Your man, my man, your man. That's your man. <laughs> called the man. Shout out to Big T. 
What? Oh God, I forgot it's Dez Man too. Oh, oh, we got two. <laughs> oh God. So maybe that's where it stems from too. Then. Why you know Get hip hop, get hip hop. I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> I gotta say this, and you know what? I'm gonna be very clear and concise about I, You know, I get a lot asked a lot, you know, what team I like and this, that, and the third, man. You're a Cavs fan. I, I like LeBron, man. Oh. I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. LeBron's fan. I'm a, and I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. You know what? It's not one of the kind of things I've seen him perform on the floor, and you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know. But for somebody to come into the stand and try to attack you personally, that had nothing to do with. That's clown like, vibes. If he put up there, Gloria goes west. Come on, boy. And and, and I, I feel like I feel like not only that, I'm glad that he he exercised because most likely he was the one that got him thrown out. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad he exercised his power. I will say this at the same time. You know what? There is a line when it comes to fandom, and. Russell Russell Westbrook, aka Triple Double Russell, always talks about this. Always gets into it with people in the stands. Facts. He says that they go too far. The thing is this: when it comes down to somebody of that nature of of, of LeBron, like you said, he, he's like my man Vague say all the time. He set people free, man. He set some of these players free. They was able to really, really do some things. And there has been some people who Absolutely. have who have dirtied it. There's Skeletor and there's He-Man, son. At the, at the end of the day, he does not deserve that, and I don't think that is fair, man. You know what he I say about that. the treatment of LeBron James? It come with the territory, but we at the end of the day, the people that's for LeBron have to stay behind him because it's going to be idiots like this guy in the stand that's always going to be out there. It's going to be with fake allegations, you know, and... We already know what time it is. Can you I? know what I'm saying? And let me tell you something. LeBron's a gentleman because if I was him, I'd be the ultimate nose hunter. I would jump right in the stands. Like I'm gonna recant. I'm gonna recant my statement then because he went at Donald Trump. He deserved. Whatever the hell he get, <laughs> oh, right? Shout out to Big T. <laughs> yeah, nah, but 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 like everybody said, man, I, I share the same sentiments, man. You don't deserve that type of treatment, man. At the end of the day, I'm an athlete out here trying to make good for my people. At the end of the day, and myself, you know what I mean. I think a lot of the hate comes because he's a free man and he speaks his mind, and he never cooned. They can't wait. They can't wait until. He's on the downside of his career, which is already too late. He played 20 joints. Still top of the league. I mean, he could be doing a Popeye's commercial and just making a fool out of himself. Yeah, nah, but he's not doing that. <laughs> At the end of the day, the one he, was, he was told to shut up and dribble. And dribble. The and you know what? He showed that I'm a lot more yeah. than that, my dude. They see the schools. They see him getting into the there's people like Warren Buffett that's advising him to get in all these different business ventures. He's trying to be the first billionaire athlete that's still playing. And he's working hard. And he's he, working hard for that. He invests in his body. He spends a million dollars a year on his body. You can't hate the guy, man. The guy, the guy. Meanwhile, guys Dennis Smith Jr. is like, yo, nah, I want to go and to the And this is what I'm saying. It goes back <laughs> to that. Like, the, the work ethic <laughs> the work ethic isn't there. That's from, lazy. From these new kids, man, the new generation, they were spoiled. They came up with everything given to them, man, and they never had to work LeBron hard. LeBron came up in so, the era of long T-shirts and baggy jeans. Yeah. He's rugged. And so the I, minute they I, face I, adversity, I, they fold up, and then they go run in the little corner somewhere. But now this is, like I said, this once he leaves, who takes his spot? Well, this, this for this era and with everything that's just conspired in the last four years, 
you could call this the second civil rights era, so to speak, 2.0. Yeah. And 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 this is the modern day athlete that spoke out against the establishment. So that's why he gets the treatment that he get from a certain we just bunch got, of we, people. We take this LeBron is civil rights 2.0. Yeah, right yeah, 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 what he just said. Yeah, what he just said. Yeah, what he just said. The racism. The racism. The racism. Is, is Whose man's is this? You, you, none of us in here, none of us in here have have seen the blatant racism in our lifetime. But, in you, the, you, until the past, but you can't compare the civil the rights though. Like, the you can't compare. Thing, the, hold up. What other, what other president had had? The you still get your Tito's. Like Back in the day, you couldn't get your Tito's. The only thing that's the difference between now and then is that the news is saying that people is racist and pointing that stuff out. Right. Otherwise, than that, me? people were still Back then, racist, they, had, they, they got a boot upside their head. Oh, that, got, never, that never changed, different, bro. This guy I, came in there and made it comfortable for these for these certain group of people to come out the way they come out. They, they want it to come out like no, this. It's always you, been there, but then it's been you, this, and that. They feel entitled. Let me ask you a question. I hate. So Zal, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you turn the TV off, when you got your Tito's in number three, how many times did anybody ever come up to you and it's oppress you? Three. You know what it is. You know the steak and fries. <laughs> 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 so, so, so let me ask you this, right? And I agree with JOJ. <laughs> when did you ever you know what get your hero <laughs> and go and be like, yo, this person <laughs> that's a racist oppressed me? Or is the media saying civil rights cannot be complete? Because a lot of our, our descendants, no matter if they was here in other parts of the world or whatever, was given a uh, boot upside their head. So it's a different era. We can't yeah, compare. Yeah, yeah. We can't we, compare. We compare. It's not. It's I not civil that. rights. Okay, then. All right, I might have stepped over line, but I tell you what: if you're going to a certain, if you're going to a certain neighborhood, if you're going to a certain neighborhood with an F Trump shirt on. You're gonna be running out of that neighborhood too. Well, if you go, if I go in this neighborhood and say "f the Democrat Party," I'm gonna get somebody's gonna come to me and be like, "They're gonna but call this, me." The I'm Democrat, gonna get a fight. The Democrat Party is your neighborhood. Well, I'm saying if I go and oppose of what the neighborhood before is, they're gonna come go to me and they're gonna. Ahead, I want to hear what Stills got to say. Before we go off into the political bins, the number to call in is five one six two zero six zero seven eleven. We about to go into a quick DJ JOJ mini mix. Don't forget Bars and Who's Radio. Check in with us. That red wine, shorty like white. Same shit, different toilet. We both get nice. Me and from the apple, which means I'm Mac. She's a PC, she lives in my lap. Shorty get it in. Both like Mike, both like Jordan, both feels nice. I 
finish my breakfast, shorty's out the lunch Yeah, we both eating, it's better than brunch Shorty like Pepsi, me I'm the Coke man Body like a Coke bottle, crush it like a Coke can Started at the window, end up at the wall Begin to my yang, I skeet skeet off In a salt and pepper bag, shorty like the front Bonnie to my clock, both ride shotgun Both covered in gold, like C3PO James in Florida, Let the good times roll yeah. Shorty get it in
ass now Still on your block with it Street ball of the black top with it Ball and wall to the crack box, crack spot with it Cat cop with it White tee, black socks fit it Pop the trunk, let the bass knock with it like No team can beat us, we pump diesel I ain't talking about jeans or sneakers, wait Man, we getting it harder All day, dog. I live in the car Take your time with it Jump off that nigga Don't see me with at least two birds Like Jack Tripper Jerk True that, I'm a rap New Jag on the set Do rag on my neck Breathe Ain't think I get big Cause all my geeks Stay dirty like a project pit Whoa On the low down Bring the hook It's about to go down Ladies If you focused, man Would you please rock with it If you overstand No Get focused, man, cause whether Poofy or Rover, man, we doing up. If you focused, man, would you please rock with it if you overstand? No. Sing the track down, Poofy. Stop playing, man. Get some. Play them up with this, young. Hot nick, son, this one. For all the sick ones, affliction, poisonous, dark sickness. Best believe, finger itching with two broke legs. Now I'm tripping on MC's cliche. Shot that ricochet, start trouble, bust bubble. Hip the wicked ways, gotta love me. GOD, no one above me. Look good, but fuck ugly. Tap your jaw from my punch, fucking son and you. Got you shitting in your last ugly running who? Fucking punk, get a speed pump coming through. A single shot, make your meat love respect. Woo. Yeah, hey, yo, I put it on. On a nigga, shit it on a nigga, turn a Christian to a certified sinner. The bomb I released, time pin up. Explode. When you got sent up, I was hitting your ex hole. Shit, I kept low, petrol, your metro. Politic, keep the chicken heads gobbling. Shit, I'm driving in, come with full collagen. Terrorize your city from the split committee. Kick ass to both Timberlands, turn shitty, gritty. Smack the driver head in the gypsy. When I approach rappers, be taking notes. I drop like I should've invented the raincoat. Absolute, I love Love the burn to the roots. I keep coming to you, pour sperm from your boots. Vigilante, hardcore to the penis. Told you, fuck you, my attitude is real. Yo, some niggas need the handy to endure the drama. All I need is information on your crib and armor. When it comes to creeping, niggas know that I'm the father. Need guns, get your own gas. I never thought I'd like a fucked up barber. I'll push your big father. Pull strings, have you getting clapped and things My gad is freaky to deck more than any shorty tongue ring Any nigga threatening my life's a done deal Watch the bitch get revealed as he snicky squeal Blow a nigga, have him leaking to the court of appeal Searching for habits like a search to fall How'd you like to make a last fist stop at the mall? Niggas wanna spread their wings and I'm clipping them off Niggas wanna spread rumors, I shoot their mouth off And clap a bastard in the first degree Bust that, give me that, nigga get clapped 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 And clap a bastard in the first degree Bust that, give me that, nigga get clapped 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 And clap a nigga in the first degree It's about to be another dead rapper, or who knows Maybe it's us, maybe it's the mother crew We'll see till then All I know is how to get the guns in And give it to a nigga good when he's stunned Fuck that, fuck y'all, fuck all of this shit Y'all better protect that boy, murder that kid You got jokes, but ain't nobody over here laughing All you get is standing ovation with Mac-10 Four fish and more shit, we implore with Niggas be running with cops, scared to go to war with Some real rap niggas, we'll catch you at the social wars I'm getting at this nigga, call my force I better get from
around that nigga, you catching it too. Your power is no match for my strength for woes, nigga. We came into the game, this drama shit. More money, more murder, that's how we living. More diamonds, more guns, just the beginning. More of this gangster shit, the wear you out. You niggas see my gold max, so you win all out. I clap your back in the first degree. Bust that, give me that, nigga get black. 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 And clap a bastard in the first degree. Round town, I'm bound, shake the ground, shake the town. Where the pound leaves the town. Yo, yo, what's that, Ram Jones, I see you, baby. Good yeah. <laughs> the round town, I'm bound. Shake the ground, shake the town. Wave the pound, lays you down. And that's how we approach these faggots. Trying to grow and be fly, but they still maggots. I'm sure all I gotta do is call my man. 40 cal, watch yourself. I'll spoil your plans. I'm the up top gangster, the star in the hood. One of the few motherfuckers that ain't scared of shook. Man, that was 9-5, man. Fuck the past. See niggas out there front bodyguards up the ass, man. Y'all know how I'm coming through the source of water. Somebody Jews got jacked, man. It must have been yours. Y'all dudes be talking out the side of your mouth. So I put the gym star on the side of your mouth. Y'all ain't sell no records, made no cash yet. Fuck dude, cause my niggas is goons and they ass back. And don't get beside yourself. A lot of shit gonna be fucked up beside your health. Man. He's black Rob, he's yeah. a thug Fuck black with Rob. him, you'll get Rob fucked report, up man. I don't threaten dudes That's, 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 Back to live action Holla. Shout out to DJ J-O-J for that mini mix He's went in over there, you brought me back I forgot about a couple of these joints We do a Queens versus everybody I might have a problem with those records Earl, Queens undefeated Queens versus everybody, yeah But we're going to move into our NFL segment, man. We're going to get into all the news and stuff going on. Right now, it's a Pro Bowl versus going on. But there was a lot of news going on throughout the league with a lot of movement and a lot of potential movement. So, Zah, set it off. Go ahead. Wait, wait. Before Zah set it off, not to cut you off. I always said that the Pro Bowl should be a versus. It should have been a versus. And what I mean, skill drills. Receiver versus uh, DB. With the top QB, whoever they want throwing to them. pitch that idea to the NFL. You're asking people to work, work too hard. No, we, like we going to pitch it on no, behalf no, no, of... No, 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 Bars and hoops what? need to be there officiating and regulating. 100%. Let's go. NFL tag them. 100%. They do, that, do, they do do that leading up to the um, game, though. They need, they need to do a more skills drills, man. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah. That, that, because nah, I don't do want to see people get hit in the game. Oh, yeah, facts. You know what I mean? I always thought they should do it at least in the middle of the season like the NBA like the NBA does it. Because at the end of the season, nobody really watches the Pro Bowl. Because half of the good guys that's supposed to be on there, they're preparing the next week for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but at the, the same time, they don't play. Nope. They don't play. No. So it's like, and other people that should be playing in it are either nursing injuries and all that. So, you know, you get certain people that make it because. But you, you think know, if it's the middle of the season, they're not complaining either, though. True. I but guess. continue on. Go ahead, man. Well, you know, we had we had a couple we had a couple of things go down, and you know what I'm saying. And uh, one of the biggest trades so far was Detroit Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford being traded for LA Rams quarterback Jared Goff. Now, the Detroit Lions agreed to deal quarterback Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff and three future NFL draft picks. Three of them. Three of them. Three. The Rams sent Goff their twenty they two the 2021 third round pick. Their 2022nd first round pick and their 2023rd first round pick to the Lions for Stafford. So it's safe to say, I mean, listen, I think at the end of the day, 
the, the Rams made a big mistake. They had a younger quarterback. You know, you get you get an older quarterback back. I, I mean, Goff. Maybe they had high expectations for him that didn't pan out. You know, I mean, I would I would have just stayed with him and dealt with it over Matthew Stafford if it was me personally. Man. I, I, I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. And like I said, it's the bearded one. Nobody agree with me. Make sure you give me a call five one six two zero six zero seven eleven. Beard, babbling with the bearded one, man. Cut it out. Let's go. We we. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. That was a uh, uh, no level up whatsoever. Well, and the reason I say that is because Matt Stafford got some age on him now. His younger years are behind him. I don't see glue it, the, factory. the only thing. Uh, not even the glue. <laughs> close to the glue factory. But I will say this. Jared Goff is young. He can still be trained. And I believe he is only, he is only p- performing like that because that's what the offense demands from him. Well... You know what I mean? Well, the Lions, the Lions will be getting in return with golf as their new quarterback. <laughs> They're taking on two years, forty-three million remaining on Matthew Stafford's contract. Yeah. The Lions would inherited four years, one hundred and six point six million remaining on Jared Goff's contract. The Rams will carry twenty-two point two million dollar dead cap hit in two thousand twenty-one. After trading golf for the Lions, would carry a seventeen point eight million dollar dead cap hit in two twenty one. Well, Damn. I don't, I don't agree with Pop. I think this is an absolute step up. You're getting a star. He's still fairly young. Football, football years. How old is he? Thirty four. Yeah, he is. He is exactly. How's the Jared? Jared Jared Goff is younger, but Jared Goff isn't as good as Matthew Stafford. Matt Stafford is thirty-two years old. He still has at least a good six years left in his um, career. <laughs> if you if you look at the numbers, man, the numbers tell you everything, man. And now he's going to go into an offense like with McVay that fits his skill set. He's mobile. He's like a Pat Mahomes. I mean, not, I ain't saying he's Pat had, Mahomes. No, he did. He's not. I'm not. Had, he's not Pat Mahomes. You had Calvin he's not Johnson. Pat Mahomes. He had Megatron. And he went. He, and he got. And he went crazy. Man, you lying, the, man. The, you ain't the, never met Martin Luther the King. The, the 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 Detroit Lions <laughs> never had a great defense. They didn't have more outside of Calvin Johnson and um, Matthew Stafford. They never had a great running game. It was just always that. So people always knew what to look for. And he still threw for. Super 5, stupid yards, five thousand yards in the season, forty something touchdowns. Yo, Matthew Stafford is a stud, and it's a reason why the Rams gave up all of that draft capital to get him. Because well, you he know what the reason was? I'm gonna tell you this: the, the real reason is, and, we, and we're not gonna say it's, it's numbers; it's behind the numbers. The thing is, is that they figured that Jared Goff would definitely flutter, a uh, 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 fluster, or or do better in McVay's offense. The very first thing to tell you is that he was not calling his own plays in college. And he really kind of only played under the snap. Yeah. When McVay got him, he wanted him to play out of the shotgun. And on top of that, he wanted him to call players on the offensive side of the but ball. It, it he was work. not used to it that. It didn't work. If you get a chance and you and you got a chance to check out the um the, the, the St. Louis Rams uh, hard knocks, yeah. you can see then yeah. they was knocking him. He, but I will yeah. say this. He's young and he's trainable. Yeah. The one thing you got to remember about Matthew Stabbitt is that when he goes through all else, what's going to happen? He's going to revert to what he knows. And you know what well, he knows? He knows how to lose football. What he knows is 40. <laughs> for, what he knows? <laughs> what he knows? Y'all, y'all vicious. What he knows <laughs> is 45,000 right passing yards with a passer rating of 89. Mm-hmm. 282 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 144 picks. His completion percentage is 62. He knows. 
the Detroit Lions did him dirty. They wasted his career. Yeah. Just like what the Houston Texans did with Deshaun Watson. And just like what it's the, the same thing. And just like what they did with Phillip Rivers. Come on. I hear you. It's the That's same the story thing. all the way around the league, man. Yes, it's the same thing. And watch when he goes to the Rams. How much the Rams improve? Mark my words, kid. The Rams are going to be. But what's really a going on team. in Detroit, though? Like, I mean, th- th- you already know Detroit is. You ever been to Detroit? I heard about it. You I ever been to, to Detroit? They're downtown. Yeah. Their downtown is like it looks like the Bronx in nineteen eighty seven. And and what they should do is they're, like they're, they're they Manhattan. Should, they should hustle looks like the Bronx. They, they should hustle. And and be able to just Where the you know money try is. to attract people to bring bring money to their city. I just got to point one thing. Their out. whole team. I just got to point one thing. The out. auto there was, industry. There was a them. point where Elon Manning did go five thousand yards. So did he, I believe, that season. But I will say this: Are you comparing Elon Manning to Matthew? No, Stafford. Elon Manning Stop is better by far. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yikes. No, yes, he Sheesh. is. Not the jury says he is. Yo, no, five minutes. Ding 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 ding. I tell you this. I tell you this. Gone too far. I tell you this. Let let Matthew Stafford hope, let him hope that he has the career that Eli Manning has. Okay. Let's keep it a buck. Okay. I'm going to put it out here, too. His TDs and his interceptions will worry me. Let's take a look. Who got the better stats? Let's take a look. Excluding your ring talk. I'm glad. You can't exclude the ring talk. I'm glad you asked, Zah. Let's take a look at Eli Manning's stats. Okay. There's a lot of people that okay. say Eli's only going in the right. Hall of Fame. Eli Manning has played a lot longer than friends. Matthew Stafford. Let's keep it a buck. Uh-huh. Yes. So Eli Manning's career completions com- completion percentage is 60%. He was just above average. Uh-huh. He threw for 57,000 yards. He threw 366 touchdowns to 244 interceptions. Mm-hmm. His passer rating was 84. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. we're going to talk about Matthew yeah. Stafford. 89 percentage, 62.6 percent, 282 touchdowns, uh-huh. 45,000 yards, and no jury. 80, it doesn't matter. Oh, he didn't have a jury. defense. He didn't have a defense. No. He didn't have any offensive weapons but outside had, of Megatron. No, say that. This is why Megatron retired. Hold up. This is why Barry Sanders it's going retired. There, y'all. This is why Barry. This is why. This is why Barry Sanders walked away from the game. This is why Calvin Johnson walked away from the game because the Lions have historically not put pieces around their star players to help them. So okay. Barry Sanders never had an offense. Calvin Johnson's not a piece. Calvin Johnson's not a piece. He left because he had no help other than Stafford. He wasn't trying to kill himself anymore. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. You give Matthew you Stafford gonna, way why? too much Matthew props Stafford out is a problem. No, he ain't. He's a problem. No, he ain't. And you're going I'm gonna to tell see. you what's, I'm gonna tell you what's wrong with it right now. See. I'm Let's gonna tell you go. what's wrong with Matthew as me Let's watching go. as a fan. Let's I'm gonna tell go. you what's wrong with Matthew Stafford <laughs> right now. The problem with Matthew Stafford is. Is that he thinks he can be bailed out by his legs and his arm. And let me tell you, any quarterback who believes that pays their price. Okay. Brett Favre at one point believed um, he could get himself out of that. You know what happened? How many he games lost to the Giants. Stafford missed in a year? I don't think he's missed any real games. Yes, he had a serious Probably, back injury yeah, where he right. was out. Once, oh, he had once, surgery. When once. Eli Manning was there every game or something when they because made him sit out. like this. He's just, he just throwing a ball. Looks blue. Well, you Throw know it what? To any and everybody out there. But you know what? Looks blue. Who has more fourth quarter comebacks, Apple, bro? Apple Who got more fourth quarter comebacks, we bro? We are going to see Eli Manning. Don't get me wrong. He was on my team. I, God bless his soul. He got us a couple of championship rings. And you mean but to tell me you don't you don't miss Eli Manning right now? Played a great, a great part, huh? Daniel Four Jones. Hit. I you don't, don't miss know. Elon Manning right Dan- now? Daniel Jones might be on the next thing smoking with everything if going I'm on. Not, right if I'm not mistaken, 
The great one over here had admitted to me off oh, camera, wow. off my. Uh -oh. I oh, did. You know what? I said that. I said that. You know what? I said that, yo. I said, <laughs> I said, Daniel Jones, being that he's so injured, it makes you miss the fact that we had Eli Manning, who mm -hmm. never missed the game. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> but that doesn't negate the fact that he's a bum. And Boom. anybody that knows me know that I always said Eli Manning was a bum and he was lucky and I would have rather Listen. had Phillip Rivers. I can attest oh, that. I can attest that. I've been around. I've been there when he said it numerous times for years. It doesn't he mean he bum. was right. Doesn't mean he was right. Bum. Let me tell you about Eli. Uh, without, hold on, hold on. I'm keeping hold it hold on, hold on. You can't hold tell hold us about it. You can't tell us about it. I'm keeping it 100. Now. I'm keeping it 100, though. No, no, no. Eli, Eli. And I'm going by. And I'm going by. And I'm going by. With a lot of other stars. Also said about Eli. I don't even watch football, but Eli Manning man. said the same thing. Stop it, because Eli Deion Sanders got, said, I Eli believe got in hot Eli. At, Eli got hot at the right times. They never said he was a great quarterback. They say he's not a great quarterback, but he got hot at the right All times. Right. That's Perfect. Enough. That's enough bashing our quarterback for my team. So I don't even watch him. I talk about your job. Meanwhile, Tony Romo can't hold his own on the, in the but pool. But his stats is better than Eli's. crying. I don't even watch football. I know Eli Manning's the man and put the work in. That man's an ill quarterback. Tito. Like, Let me take that cup for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but moving along. Continue on. Let's talk about a real quarterback out there. <laughs> Despite the Sean Watson's request to be traded, the Texans have no interest in trading their franchise quarterback. Mm. The Houston Texans are posturing that they have no intention of trading Deshaun Watson despite his wish to move this offseason. Mm -hmm. Zero interest in trading the player, GM mm -hmm. Nick Casario said. When asked by John McClain of the Houston Chronicle about the plan of salvaging the relationship with Watson, mm -hmm. Casario said that the best way is to communicate and to be honest and be forthright. Mm -hmm. Watson signed an extension with the Texans before the start of the 2020 season. Mm -hmm. See, that's the problem right there. <laughs> what is your thoughts on the Texans trying to keep a man that does not want to be a part of their plan? Especially J-O-J. Shout out to J-O-J. Are you ready? I'm ready. But I don't think nobody's really for the real that I'm about to bring to them. They hired an old-ass coach <laughs> that, yo, he's been in the league for over 40 years, and this is the first time he's getting a head coaching job? Here's the problem. He like the principal from Lean On Here's Me. Sam's jump. Yeah, <laughs> you smoke crack, don't, don't just. Sure. I'm going to tell you this. Here, here's so. the, obviously, they have not learned. They have not was in learned a movie. You said that the way to keep a man is to force a man. There's a lot of women out there that can learn from that, too. Ay, 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 shoot ay, me. Ay, Sheesh. Ay, no, you're kind of hot, you know. I mean, I want to. I mean, I want to Here's the problem. And, 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 and trust, the bearded one's just taking shots. I'm just playing around. But here's the issue. The real issue is you can't make a man stay that don't want to stay. You can't make that man play that don't want to play. If you don't want to give that man what he need, that man is going to have to move on with speed. Because the best thing that you could do for him is to make sure that you put him in a good situation for him. Because if not, he's going to make that bad a situation Absolutely. for you. With that being said, that's the bearded one wrapping it on. But he's not, you can't make that man stay and play. It's not he officially happen. requested a trade. Do you remember Brandon? You remember Brandon Marshall, he was a receiver? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you remember there was a point where he played for the Broncos? Yes. Do you remember what he was doing in the in the practice? 
At that point, he was going crazy. He was punting the footballs, all types of nonsense. He was doing all kinds of But he was a child. That was was, was childlike. And if I was an owner, I wouldn't even want that type of character in my establishment. But I I get what you're saying. I don't expect that from Deshaun Watson because he learned from a Warwick Dunn. About how to carry yourself as a as a, as a shout out to Warwick Dunn. You know what I'm definitely on one of our. Um, yeah, but you know what the worst our, thing um, the worst thing about the worst thing is having a disgruntled player in your locker room because it'll rub off onto your. And he's supposed legs. to be the leader. Exactly. exactly. He's supposed to be the leader, and he's gonna move on eventually. Get what you need, get what you deserve for the man, and move on. Best thing it is, is not gonna, ways. and not for nothing. The real problem is who they hired as a coach. Word. The guard don't want to talk. To Word like for real. Yeah, he's he's old as dirt. He's been around for 40 <laughs> years in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's just getting a head coaching <laughs> position <laughs> with today's athlete. He's way <laughs> off, uh, off key. He, but let's talk about a coach that hasn't gotten an opportunity yet, Pop. Oh. Eric Bieniemy yeah. still hasn't gotten a job yet. And Pat Mahomes is baffled behind it. Well, we're not even going to talk about why Pat Mahomes is baffled because he benefits from him not of having course. a job. But let's go into the fact. For the second consecutive year, the Chiefs' high-scoring offense is in the Super Bowl. And we all know that because I'm picking them to win. Okay. For the second consecutive year, Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, and, and, and you know what? I hate to get him. Bieniemy, Bieniemy is earning praise for his job at the helm of that offense. And for the second consecutive year, Bieniemy has been shut out of the head Bien-Aimé. coaching jobs. The news that the Texans hired David Culley. To be their next head coach means that Bienemy, who interviewed for all seven coaching vacancies this offseason, has been shut out again. There was a re- there was a sense from from early in the offseason that Bienemy would get passed over. Yeah, it was. Yeah, almost so said what I was about to say. It, There's a reason for that. It, do you think that, that, that these people are so petty that they're not going to give a Hold guy up. who's responsible? I got to point this for out. the most prolific office in the in the in the NFL. Bizarre. A job. Bizarre. This is nothing new. If you listen to bars and hoops, you already know how the bearded one feel about That's black crazy. quarterbacks and black that. coaches. You know we that. already know that most of the coaches that played in the that, that are coaching in the league right now came from the defensive side of the ball. Let's keep it a buck. We already talked about that. Now we're going to talk about the kind of jobs that they had to have filled. So now we look at the Philadelphia Eagles. They filled it up with Nick Sirianni. Who? We don't care. We're going to move park. right on to the Detroit Lions. <laughs> they hired Dan Campbell. Who? We don't care. We're going to move on to the Los Angeles Chargers. Brandon Staley. Who's this? We don't care. We're going to move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer. Who? Now, we know who Urban Meyer is, but we don't care. That college stuff may may not work on this level. Well, we we already seen that. Hardball is actually playing in Michigan, and he still stinks. But we're going to call it a day. (laughs) Robert. Selah, Selah, make it Selah. Now we're gonna talk about Robert Selah. Now he did. He is the uh, the the Forty Niners defensive ex, coordinator. Yes, the defensive coordinator at that time. And you know what? They said they wanted a CEO kind of coach. That's what the Jets said. We want a CEO kind of coach, somebody that can control all helms of the football. Shut and job. If you, it, it, that's exactly what it they sounds might like. Might as well go back and me. get Rex Ryan. Now you have the. Oh, Atlanta. that's why Rex will never get another job again because he's not shucking the job. And at the end of the day, he he he's enjoying himself. He's actually commenting on games. It's great for him. But you also have the Atlanta Falcons who hired Arthur Smith. Who? We don't. I never heard. Arthur Smith, who doesn't even need a job because he's a kid that has a billion dollar trust fund because his father owns FedEx. Talk wow. about that. Exactly. What did you say? Word the mother. Arthur Smith don't need to have a job. 
So now, and he's been around the NFL for plenty of years. So and, that and, just shows that you have a passion for something, you do it. And, and not for nothing. Now we we don't see that the te- that the Houston Texans done hire the coach. So now again, we got to ask ourselves: Who is Eric Bieniemy? First off, I like the name, man. We're gonna go Straight as a player. He played from the San Diego Chargers from 1991 to 94. He played with the Cincinnati Bengals from 1995 to 98. And he played with the Philadelphia Eagles in 1999. Mm -hmm. As a coach, Colorado running backs coach from 2001 to 2002. UCLA running backs coach from 2003 to 2005. Minnesota Vikings running backs coach from 2006 to 2009. Minnesota Vikings assistant head coach slash running backs. And also went back to Colorado as an offensive coordinator after that. So it was 2010 with the Minnesota Vikings. He was also the offensive coordinator for the Colorado at from 2011 to 2012 in the college ranks. From 2013 to 2017, he was the running backs coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Kansas City Chiefs from 2018 to present, mm. the offensive coordinator. This man has, and I quote, 19 years of experience. And yet he still does not have a job. And yet he still does not have a job. Runs the number one offense in the league behind one of the greatest quarterbacks that we will probably see in this new generation. And he still does not have a job. Gentlemen, I ask you again. So why does he have a job still? I'm thinking that it has to probably do with his attitude or the fact that people probably look at it as before Pat Mahomes, what was he really doing? Got to stop you. I'm just saying. I got to stop you. I'm just saying. Because I thought it's because he was black. It comes nah, down to, I, work, I comes down to the work, the work that he I, comes in. I thought burn. that too. But he's getting opportunities. He's getting a, he's getting opportunities sitting at the table. At opportun- he's Where? sitting at the table. He's Where? interviewed for a lot of these vacancies. Where? They just never hired him. So why do you think he, that he's is? He's from L.A. He wanted to go to L.A., to the Rams. He got an opportunity to sit with them. You Nothing just talked happened. about McShay, right? He sat with the Jets. Hold on, man. But see, he sat with the Jets. Let me stop you one minute. Stop me. Go how, ahead. How is it? How you is better it? Better be good. It with, with all of the experience that this guy got. Nineteen years oh, of experience. Man. Let me. Let, let, Go ahead. Nineteen years of experience. This guy got. And then and then you know what I'm saying. He had his opportunities, but now they saying, well, well, look who you coach. Hold up. How is I that? I gotta stop you. He's probably because a terrible everybody interviewer. was jumping on McVay's. Mick, everybody was jumping on the van, van the van wagon van for McVay. Thank you. Yes. Right now, he is the head coach of the LA Rams. We no, all but, know this, but, right? But, but, but what did he do? That. Hold up. I got to mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was an offensive assistant. Okay. Florida Tuskers, wide receivers coach, and offensive quality control coach. What? I don't know what that is. Okay. Okay. What did you say? Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Right? Now you got the Washington Redskins offensive assistant from 2010. Washington Redskins tight ends coach. 2011 to 2013. Who did he learn under? And Washington? Who was in Washington at that time? Shanahan. It's all about relationships, brother. Hold up. I'm not finished. Nah, but I'm just telling you. you Washington Redskins. You could sit there and give all the facts in the world. But it's not what you know. It's who you know. But the problem is this. That goes across even outside of sports. sports. Wait a minute. Before y'all continue on, you got a losing team. All of these guys that hired coaches had losing teams. Yes. Am I right? Am I wrong? 100%. And at I, the same time, you mean to tell me you wouldn't take from the winning this nah, team in football no, for the I, 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 get I get that. I get that. It's political. No, it's not, it's, I think it's more than politics. Like I said, he sat down and interviewed 
every year that he was eligible to be a a, 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 a coach, he deserves. He to sat be a coach. with all of these teams, and you mean to tell me that nobody was saying like, you know what, I really like that guy. But also like too, he, well, like, that means that he's not blowing the doors off of people in interviews. Also too, like what you got to look at that. What 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 is he offering money wise? It doesn't matter what he's offering money wise. At the end of the day. He's never been a head coach. You've been yeah. a you've been an offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Well, so, I just want to point out one thing, man. Uh-huh. McVay's coaching record is forty six and twenty four. Okay, but he has one of the hottest quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, coming in. It's about to change. It. But he couldn't make what it happen with Jared yeah, Goff. Hey, you, you, you know, you, Jared Goff was a bum, man. <laughs> he was a bum before McVay got there. He was terrible. <laughs> He was terrible. That's it. Everybody got to be quiet. He was terrible. Because we going in. Let's go. Y'all lucky that it's 523. Yeah, because we, we don't got time. We don't. Because I'll, I'm telling you right now, when it comes down to it, the black coach is still yet to earn his place in the NFL. And you know what? We okay to be offensive coordinators. We okay to be defensive coordinators. Look at Todd Bowles. Yeah. Come on. We got we got a lot of things going on in the league, and I believe that is one of the keys. This guy, the the, the difference is, is that even Patrick Mahomes came at Deshaun Watson like, "Yo, look, y'all need this guy as a head yeah. coach." And I believe yes. that because this guy is not the head coach of the Houston Texans, and he went with an old. David Pop, Cully. I might have to disagree with Let's you. Go. Let's disagree go. Disagree with me. Let's Come go, on. Jay. There's, there's been black coaches out there, man. Facts. All right. So you can't. You can't Mike really Tomlin's say, been one for a long really time. That. What about the Kansas I gotta City stop coach, you. too? I got to stop City. you. Talk about it. Yeah. You talking about Edwards? Yeah. I got to stop Edwards. I, I got to stop you right there. Romeo Cromwell. First off, the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a different franchise because of A. The rule that you got to even interview black coaches is named after somebody rule. that was with yeah. the, the Rooney rule. I get then that. on top of that, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. They also gave their, the uh, black a uh, black quarterback one of the first shots before Terry Bradshaw. Did you yes. know that? Yes. Listen, they always been with it. They know what it is. From from a, from jumps. When Mike Tomlin got in there, we already knew what it was. But yeah. now we're going to talk about all these other places. Why is it? That he's still looking for a job. Really? This is what I'm telling you. It has to be his interview skills is not up to par. That's like you looking at a dude that you know, like, yo, why this nigga can't keep a girl? Every girl that he gets, yo, it gotta be him. So it gotta be him. And check it. So now we bring, yo, so what's up with you, son? Why you can't keep wifey? Yeah, you know how I do. Come on! Or oh, you look at it like like a dude coming to an interview with with a wife beater on, yeah. and some jean shorts. But at the same time, but at the same time, let that man's body of work speak for yeah, himself. It, and no. if that man has but, two Super Bowls, these dudes but, need to make it happen. But you got to understand, will not back down. He wasn't no, but he wasn't the head coach. Andy Reid is the head coach. He's just the offensive coordinator. Andy Reid is going to get the props. So you're trying to tell me that that, that nobody under Andy Reid's tutelage does not deserve I'm not saying that. that. I'm not saying that. Because look how many coaches came from under Bill Parcells. That's out here doing numbers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying that at this point, it has to be something more to the situation than just because he's black. It's he's the lo- hottest name. That's not true. He's the hottest name right now out Obviously there. Obviously not. Huh? Obviously not. Well, well, obviously not, but he's always being brought up. So, as a potential candidate. So, we're looking at David Cullors. I agree with with both of y'all arguments. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy that 
seven seven jobs and he didn't get in and he didn't get chosen for one. This is That's all I'm not- saying. This is all I'm saying. It has to be something more than the fact that he's just black. Well, I'll tell uh, you what. Let's get into David Cully a little bit. And then the after that. And after that, we're going to move we on. We're going to move right on to a, a winning quarterback. You, you, you know oh, the, oh, see, 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 <laughs> see, see how he do me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Listen, we're going to jump right into it. You got David Cully. He was a, he was a running backs coach since 1978, Vanderbilt. I he coached you. from 1979 to 81 wide receivers. Hold on, Bob. Before you move forward, I told you. He's even worse. He's been around the league for 40 years. And he's just getting a head coaching job now. He deserves a shot? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it must be something with Eric B. Enemy's interviewing, man. I'm telling you. Y'all are lucky that we only got two hours. I'm telling you. I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time. But now... I get his his resume doesn't match up to be enemy. I wish kid. I was a little bit taller. Hey, yeah, right. <laughs> I wish I was smarter. smarter. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give you this one today, great. Yes, we yes, gonna give we you gonna this come one back today. to that one. I told you I need five but, minutes. <laughs> but let's let's talk about Tom Brady. Let's go. How he keeps winning. Oh lord. Yes. Oh lord. Shout out. I, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad he out of yeah, our division. Yeah, man. Get yeah. him up out of here. Get him up out of here. Right. So Tom Brady on his victory tour right now. You know what I mean? Brady keeps on winning. And why I say he keeps on winning? Brady signed a two-year, $50 million deal with the Buccaneers in the offseason. Ending a 20-year run with the New England Patriots. Part of his contract was an incentive if he wins the Super Bowl. Should Tampa Bay take home the Lombardi Trophy? Brady will earn another 500000 500, dollars I'll about to say, whoa. Good Lord. Brady has already earned 500000 for making the playoffs and twenty five hundred uh, two hundred and fifty thousand more for winning a playoff game. He earned another five hundred thousand for making the NFC championship and another half a million after winning the conference title game. The boy just keeps on raking in dough. He's giving away money. They ain't giving away money. How you going to bring his... A 43-year-old <laughs> quarterback. They stacked all the incentives against him. That's He's a- like this. He like Pac-Man. He's <laughs> 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 everything right now. Money aside, another Super Bowl victory will be a record-breaking um, moment for Brady. He would further his own record for the most Super Bowls won by a player with seven rings, which will also surpass NFL franchises with six. He's going to have more championships than some franchises. Than some franchises well, that here. was already happening. Yo, because he got more than the Detroit Lions listen, than he had one. Man, with everything surrounding Tom Brady being the GOAT, if he wins his seventh ring, are you rooting for him to see history made or are you hate? Keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep. I'm, I'm gonna take pass the mic so, And the two franchises that he has the same amount of rings is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. And of course the New England Patriots. Wow. So now he goes to Tampa Bay and was another. He's gonna have the same amount of rings, even more than both of those franchises. But to the question, it's more franchises than that though. But it is more franchises. Bang, 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 those bang, are some winning franchises. Everybody else don't have the amount of hard winners they got. Can I answer that question first? again? Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, I'm, I'm about to answer, man. Go ahead, Jay. I don't give a goddamn ah, how many times he hurt us, man. Cool, man. 
Yo. It's automatic with me, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy he's over there now. You know he what I mean? Now, now he could get one. You know what I'm saying? But all them times before, nah, get him get him up out of here, man. Jets all day. Who's man Z? Who's man Z? Let me stop. I got two ways looking at it. Let's go. Talking to your mic, champ. I got um the first the first thing is now now you can answer that argument who needed who more between him and Belichick. And clearly, you know, all cats are hilarious. The second get to me. The yes. second, the second one is I still don't think he's the greatest because he he got some L's in that in that Super Bowl, and I'm gonna go with Broadway Joe. He lost three. I'm he lost go three with, Super Bowl. I'm gonna go with Broadway Joe's the best because he's undefeated. Yo, Broadway Joe, not Broadway <laughs> Joe, Joe oh. Montana. My bad. Broadway Joe is your man. Okay. He's still wearing the and, same and, and I had this argument on Friday. How many, how many Hall of Famers did Joe Montana play with? You better stop. I better stop what? You better stop. Roger Craig, Jerry Rice. Is that his Dwight fault? Clark, it doesn't matter. He had Hall of Fame coach. He had Hall of Famers. But we not going because I had to chew Ali up on Friday. Your man had a Hall of Fame coach his whole career. You heard and no, Gronkowski. Vague. And you know how vague do vague. <laughs> vague was filming over there. Gronkowski's a Hall of Famer. Huh? And 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 Belichick is a Hall of Fame coach. He had them two his whole here career. Here we go, man. Matter of fact, there's the other cat go. that got locked up before him. Here we go, man. Was better than Gronkowski. Aaron Hernandez. He said the coach is Hall of Famer. Belichick ain't a Hall of Famer. Well, coach? he's not looking like a Hall of Famer right now because Tom Brady moving on to the Super Bowl and Belichick is Phil trying to Jackson, find his replacement. Phil Jackson okay. even quit when his stars left. Come on, man. Stick to the topic. I'm sticking to the topic, but I'm going to go with Joe Montana, like I said, because I'm going to use the same argument that like I would use with Mike and LeBron. And we can't say oh. we can't say Michael's oh. the best for being undefeated oh. so. and LeBron's not because he got L's, and so. then then we can say Tom so, Brady so. is the best. So do you want some of this smoke, too, nigga? You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Do you want we some of this that. smoke, too, nigga? Well, you know he's you know he going to go because he thinks LeBron is the greatest. Hold anyway. on now. Yo, all right, all right. So and Zon took shots at me on the oh, way I know, out. I know. <laughs> all right, so, so, so let me. So answer this, Zah. Yes. And I and I propose this debate, though. Okay. When was LeBron James drafted? What position was he drafted? In what his, position? His draft? Yeah. What was his number overall pick? Number one. Okay. Now. What was Tom yeah, Brady's Tom was fourth, fourth round. No, no, Sixth wrong. round, my bad. Sixth, Sixth round, 199th overall. It There's happens. a reason for that, though. No, what's the reason? The reason is because they had Drew Bledsoe at the helm. Uh, okay. Excuse me. Okay. Nobody talked about Okay, that. yes. And what Drew did he do? Drew Bledsoe was got at the helm. And he got hurt. After how many years? It doesn't matter how many years. Yes, it does. And he went to Dallas, and then he looked like Drew Bledsoe made way for a couple of quarterbacks. But But Drew, listen, listen. Drew Bledsoe was at the helm, I believe, for at least a year and a half, almost two years. Okay. Tom Brady got a chance to sit back behind him and see what was going on, and this is one of the reasons why. Yes, yes, yeah. Listen. Did you hear this? (laughs) What he just said? Oh y'all, God! Listen, y'all don't want this. Oh smoke. God! Go I'm gonna ahead. tell y'all. Go bring it. Then go ahead, I'm gonna tell you this one time. Go ahead, one Bob. Time only. <clears throat> Let's go. The reason why Tom Brady is in the, is in the playoffs in the Super Bowl right now has nothing to do with the fact that he can still sling the pig. Oh God! But has everything to do with the fact of who's playing with him. Okay. He oh, has of course. Indomitable suit. One. 
He has just uh, Jason Pierre Paul. Two. He has Mike Evans. Three. He has Antonio Brown. Four. He has LaShawn McCoy. Five. He has, yo, it's starting to sound like a pop smoke. <laughs> pull up this. Pull up like their stats for anything that they did this postseason. Please. Gronkowski. Pull it up. Pull up Mike Gronkowski. Evans. Stats. Pull up Gronkowski stats. Pull He's up. Still a Hall of Fame. Pull up LaShawn McCoy me- stats. Pull their stats up. In the meantime, pull, yo, pop. Pull their numbers up. Who's the starting running back for the Patriots? Pull their numbers up. You pull, mentioned some pull. big dogs that you're going to say little guppies right now. Who? They are selling themselves. Goldfish. Who? Goldfish. <laughs> who is the starting Who's the starting running back the for the trash Patriots? man to collect them in the morning. <laughs> Come Antonio on, Antonio Brown? Still not the best receiver. Antonio Brown, he only played about two games this season, fam. Come on, man. And, and, Mike Evans dropped so many passes this year. And, and he's almost, been hurt. And, they, and, and let's keep it a buck. So they, who caught the balls to get them this Godwin. Ball? Chris Godwin. And the, and it's Cameron Bray, the tight end. Listen. Come on, man. Listen. You're let's not, go, You're Bob. not admitting the facts. Well, I'm listening. And, the, and you know what the I'm facts listening. is, Steels? You know what I'm the facts listening. is? The <laughs> facts is at the end of the day. <laughs> that when Tom Brady made it to the playoffs with those Patriot teams, he didn't make it with a lot of big names. Okay. Am I right or am I wrong? Am I right or am I wrong? All right, Pop. All right, Pop. So, so now. You got that, right? <laughs> so now. Go ahead, go ahead. He got nothing but big names and he's 43 right, years old. Right. And you mean to tell me okay. that those big names didn't have nothing to do with this man going Shoot to the, the big dance? Negative, none at all. Meanwhile, so, Bill Belichick so, is left with Cam right. Newton, who couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with a baseball. Watch Are you though. kidding me? Watch this though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so remember when I said Matthew Stafford passed for 282 touchdowns, 144 interceptions. Yes, you did. He passed over 45,000 yards. Yes, you did. His passer rating was 89.9. Yes, you did. His completion percentage was 62.6. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. Uh huh. Let's go to Drew Brees. Who you said that? What a Tom great, Brady! What a great defense! What did you? What you said that Tom Brady uh-huh. was playing behind this guy, Drew Brees? I mean, no, not Drew, Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Part himself. Let's go. Drew Bledsoe. His uh-huh. completion percentage mm-hmm. was fifty-seven percent. Uh huh. His touchdown to interception ratio two hundred and fifty-one to two hundred and six. His passing yards forty-four thousand. <laughs> And he had a full career. How long 44,000. How long did he play? How long did he play, he asks. 44,000 yards. He yard. played for <laughs> 1993 to 2006. 93, I was six years old. Talk about it, Dad. <laughs> Talk and about wait it, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And wait a minute. his passer rating was 77%. So That's pretty high. Right. Pretty now, high. Pretty high. But Matthew Stafford's was pretty low just now. You're talking about 93. Go, oh, talking about 93. Oh, That's when Media Man came oh, out. Oh, God. Talk about media it, man. man. <laughs> he, oh, said, he said Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> Listen. Let's keep it a buck. Drew Blesso wasn't the man when he got there. You know what you're oh me? my God. He wasn't the man. I just gave you his number. Might have been the man. Does that sound like the man number to you? Nah. Doesn't sound like the we're man. We're talking about a whole me. different NFL with dudes oh, is getting leveled God, in the playing now, field all day. Now we talking. Zah, oh, Zah, my lion. Yeah, he moving the goalpost. He's talking about the era. LT. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. No cocaine is still a hell of a drug. At the same time, Drew Drew Bledsoe used to get knocked around in the pocket. 
he actually was out the game because of concussions. So now we talking about the same Tom Brady who playing the L.A. Raiders. They actually created a rule. After he got hit, they created a rule that he could not be hit. And then they changed it the next year against the L.A. Raiders. Am I lying? So hold on. So hold on. Let me, Yo, slap, let me slap him around a little bit. Let's How go. dare you name Drew Bledsoe to Tom Brady? You want to hear Tom Brady's numbers? I don't want to hear Tom Brady's numbers. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. 20 years. So we expect his numbers to be off the charts. And he did that posted against the Jets. His numbers. And in the weak conference, that's like six automatic wins against bums. 500. He played played three bums twice a year. Eight games against bums. And he came to the the other conference where the gunslingers were for forever and Uh took all of them out in one Uh postseason as a 43-year-old quarterback. Let's go. Now, his numbers now, 561 touchdowns, 191 interceptions. Shut your face right there. Don't you even talk to me about him. He just Drew Bledsoe. He just passed somebody for touchdowns. Who he just passed? Who he passed for passing yards? Because he out here throwing 79,204 passing yards. That's easy to do when you deflate the ball, bro. He's about doubling. doubling. (laughs) So you're accusing him of cheating. He's doubling. Yo. His passer rating. That's easy to do when you record practices, 97 bro. 97%. 97%. <laughs> and he got shoot, six shoot, rings. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Don't you ever talk about Drew, dump passer, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, now nah, he's pop, a thinking dump. We're going to always agree to disagree today because we don't yeah, have enough time. I, we don't have pop, enough time. Pop, you're going too far. Yeah, you're gone. too far. You're gone too far. Trailer Paul. Don't ever bring up Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. Trail up, he took his spot. Sent him packing. Yo, sorry, man. Go to Dallas, man. That's Good luck with the rest of your career. No Yo, I heard you. He w- heard you. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> we, got five, we got five trophies. I'm y'all not y'all well, lucky oh we, we only got 20 minutes. Yo. God so, damn it. so, you know what, man? We're going to go right into it, man. So, we're going to get into um, our segment called Who Dad? It's time for the rap reports. <laughs> oh, God. Brought to you by Bars and Hoops Radio. You know the vibes. Now, this is a great debate, man. Mm. Shout out to my brother, Arliss Michaels, man. So he called me like 7.30 in the morning the other day. I'm out driving, doing my numbers. You know what I'm saying? And he asked me a great question. And I want to pose this to you guys. Is Salt and Pepper, who's actually got a biopic right now, right? On Lifetime TV. One of those biopics. Yes, they're doing their excluded Spinderella. Right. So now. Is Salt and Pepper legends in hip hop? If so, why or why not? Can I answer that? Let's I'm, go, Jay. Since I'm the elder in the room. Let's go, Jay. I was there, man. They they deserved that, man. They <laughs> they was the hottest female group. Yes, the the first hottest female group to to. I don't know if they went platinum or not, but I know they was on fire at the time, man. And, and they brought the ladies to the forefront as far as hip hop to me, man. You know nope. what I'm saying? There was legends. Of I mean, there was, there was other MCs. There was other MCs, but as far as the group, you know what I mean? They they what took it. Say, they took it. They took it there. There was legends of people in the hood. <laughs> Yo, name five. Name name five salt pepper hoods right now. Exactly. Five. Five salt pepper hoods. Um, five. Of them. I gotta go to my. <laughs> That salt and pepper need oregano and some, uh, and some cayenne tramp, pepper. Tramp, tramp, 
Uh-huh. Trap. Uh, I think. I, did they do something like push Express it. Yourself? Push, oh, yeah, push it. Push it. Push it. Thank push you. It. Thank you. Thank you. Two. Trap. Push it. Shake your thing. Yeah, no, shake it. Thing. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. No. No. I never listened to it like that. I never listened to it like that. It's your thing. But this is what I'm saying. Pop hush. That's my point. So, Pop, you was going to say something. Hold on, let's talk about sex. All right. Okay, that's three. That's three. Shake no, your was... thing. Bo, bo, bo. No, 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 no. Right, right, do. And don't do that dancing no more. <laughs> <laughs> and not for nothing, I hate to, I hate and, to interrupt you. And I'll take your man. I'll take your man. Ooh. Actually, actually, what a man. That was a big one. <laughs> All right, what a man. All right, so yeah, five. Yeah, so yeah, what okay. a man, what a man. So they got five. That was amazing. But at no, the I'll end take your man, too, was a song, though. All right, okay. That's the name of the song. That's the name of the song. Y'all struggle to get the five. But at the end of the day. I do not. I, the thing is this, and a lot of people is gonna say this, and a lot of people are gonna really, you know, get mad at us for this. Cause I'm about to level up. Get mad right at now. you. Get your they mans. Get, mad at me. get your mans. I'm about to power up right now. <laughs> get your mans. Here's the issue <laughs> that everybody's it. really, really not taking into context, and the fact is, is that Salt and Pepper had the questionable pen. Yes, they did. Who was writing for them? Look who came in. Union Square. Union Square. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We done braved the weather to come in. Oh, God. He turned around. We going to have to take the room. He turned around. Hold on. He came in with the face already. Hey. Hold on. He turned around on the highway. He turned around on the highway. He cut everybody off to get here. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Tiny, the floor is all yours, Listen, listen. Yeah. like I oh, said, salt and pepper's pen is questionable. Of course, it, it is. is Wait a minute. Before very nobody, suspect. Nobody questions Queen Latifah's pen. Talk about it. Nobody ever says to her, yo, you know what? Or somebody else. Let's get it. And with that being said, was it that they was more marketable because they were sexy at the time? They, knew, they uh, had the little the three quarter cut with their hair hanging they knew them, on the side. They, they was pushing it in the video. Boy. They needed more ingredients. They was looking for look, look. They was looking for ooh, <laughs> damn, look at you got to see them. them. You need Talk more. They need but Queen Latifah was out here like you tiny, and I, T Y, Emily Love. Hold up, Salt and Pepper was before that, man. Come on, don't Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper needed more ingredients. Icons, man. Come on, you. Here we go. First, let's get this straight, right? This three three women band, we're gonna call it because you gotta mention you had Spinderella with them. They are <laughs> one of the highest female selling groups of rap groups that ever been. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. So let me tell you something. They was in the beginning. They was the first females to even go platinum. But that's yeah. why, because it was but, but nobody hold on, else. Hold on. There you go. But, there but, you go. but you they write more though. ingredients. You write in the beginning, their first album, as far as their pen game, Herbie Lovebug was writing most of their material and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. But Herbie Lovebug couldn't perform like they did. They performed those songs like they Herbie done was it. out there with his hand in the car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Steve, now, you can't get now, too loud because you, you got something. Drake. You gonna, now, don't, don't, go you uh, uh, don't go too uh, uh, far. Don't go too far. Yo, look, right, let me right, tell you right. something. Uh-huh. Right? Like I said, I was there. Union Square. Union Square. Union Square, talk about it. When them girls, you could not come into Union Square and not tear it down because you're going to get booed off the damn stage. 
it wasn't no way that you can come up there and your game ain't tight or your lyrics ain't right or your performance ain't good because you're going to get booed off the stage. They didn't play that game there. Salt and Pepper came in there. They tore the house down. And they had to say the girls from Queens up into a, a mainly Brooklyn spot and they tore it down. That's why y'all should be ashamed of yourself. So, yeah, that's Queens, man. Yo, that's wow. Queens right that's there. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Let me so, tell you something. Listen, listen. They, they yep. sold 15 million records worldwide hold on, hold between on. 1985 so, and 2002. Right. Now. Thank you, Squid. Yo, look. Let me, let me let you know something else, too. Talk about it. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they, after the first album, they started reaching in. They started talking about social issues. They started talking about things with other ladies mm. at their age that can relate to. Right now, they were the superstar rap group, but they wasn't the first female rap group because then you had Sequence that was out there. But that's a sequence. Yeah, yeah. What but Oak Town Three Five Seven. Oh Lord! Oh, and get loose! Terrible. <laughs> now, <laughs> Oak. <laughs> I'm not even gonna talk uh, about them ladies nah, right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking. Up. Up. I'm talking was, about. Salt and Pepper, they are iconic. They they are iconic for the reason that what they've done and what they created and and the kind of people that they have following them, period. Can I say something too? Go ahead, Jay. Y'all Democrats should love them because Damn. they, they yeah. brought up toxic masculinity. Democrat. They were the first group to I'm talk about toxic men now. Wow. <laughs> so, Yo, he said so, so in the same breath, was Kid and Play legendary? No, no. There was legendary, and from Queens. If it came to dancing, there was dancing, but also too. Remember, MC Hammer was back then. They was bigger than Salt and Pepper. They was bigger than Salt and Pepper. They had a cartoon. They had. They, they was <laughs> That's icons. my point. They was bigger. MC. They was with MC Hammer back then. Like what? MC Hammer was. MC Hammer was. What? Um. MC Hammer. That was around the time MC what? Hammer was out. They they deserve a place. I think so. What? They, they was, was competing with MC Hammer back then. What? What you don't think Kid and Play was oh, no, up there with MC Hammer? In. Oh, he plugged in. Yeah, 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 so yeah, you yeah, imagine you don't yeah, think yeah. they was up there with MC Hammer? Who? Kid and Play. Nah. Nah. Same nah. era. It was the same era. No, nah. no, nah. Nah. You, don't think so? you wasn't there, bro. Yeah, you wasn't there. there. <laughs> you was like, can I come outside? Can I push you outside? But but I would say Kid and Play are iconic too. Especially with the movies that they brought out, they brought out like three top movies. Man. They definitely I had hip hop movies. I got to. Yeah, they had that. the hip hop movies. That's and they it. Brought out, I don't yeah. care what you say, and I don't. And I'm gonna take a bunch of heat for this. But House Party was Triz, Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Trailer Park, Triz, Nash. House Party, to me, I don't care. Uh, hold on, hold on. Some of the most iconic sayings came out. The only funny part on House Party was the fat dude that always got the chick. Always banging the chick when they when 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 they was under the bed. Bro, the how you call house party trash? The rest oh, of the movie. Listen trash. to me. Listen to me. How is house party oh, trash? Lord, hold on, man. hold on, hold on. The hold rest on. of the movie was Aza. hot sewage juice Aza. on a, on a hazy hot humid day. Azar, Azar. For a movie, listen, listen. For a movie to be trash, they wouldn't have came out Trish. with a you two and a three afterwards. You got to understand. Money that's can a, make you buy anything. I, the movie can be trash. Tidy. If we got the money, we gonna make two That's a classic, man. House party one and two is a classic. Three. I ain't gonna Lash. say too much about three. All right, so <laughs> I ain't gonna say too Trish. much about three. We only got about nine Thank minutes you, left. Thank the you, show. Tiny. Man. We had a lot of great <laughs> debates today, so we're gonna take it to the part of our show, man. When we go to the switch to the dishes segment, you know what I'm saying? 
where you either switching it or addition it, man. So the first song on the menu is called it's called Ugly by Russ. Oh God, Tiny Red. Oh, Shout who, who that? Who that? Let's, let's like answer this call first. That. We gonna answer this call. Bars and Who's Radio. Who's this? Please, somebody get our drug tested. <laughs> <laughs> get them drug tested, right? Please. Get them a nice. COVID and a drug test. Right and I'm going to say, right say it in my rock voice. <laughs> Kid and play is yeah. trailer park trash. Like, come on. House part, like, it's so much. Like, look at the whole cast ate after that. After that. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? You feel what I'm saying? The right. whole cast ate at the house party. Like, come on, stop it. Man. The only, the only the good thing that produced from that was Martin. No. Zero. No. Shout Martin, out to Tiny with Gina, Peachy Campbell. Oh. Martin oh, and look. Gina. Vague. Nah, excuse. Chill, look, Chill, Chill is on NCIS New Orleans. Vague, Happy. excuse Za. Za was making bacon, eggs, and hot sauce back then. Boy. Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker was in House Party. You forgot about Robert Chris Tucker. Robert Harris. Robert Harris. Robert Harris. Robert Harris. Come on, Robert you know Harris. Robert Harris is a Come legend. On, All right, oh, Robert right. Harris and Martin. What else? No, chill. <laughs> I just said he on he on NCI. Chill was on NCIS. That's I don't like watch that. That's for old people, Vic. Nah, that's not for old people. That's that's why you need to open up your mind. You about you entering old people. What? And on that note, yo, Vic, you my and, dude, son. And, let's get it. And on that what? note, what? Yeah, he talking about you. Yeah, you ain't far behind me, Vic. Vague, you're going you, too I'm, far. I'm, what I'm saying is, yeah, I don't mind growing up. That's what I plan on doing. He said I'm old, man. Damn, <laughs> man. Vague, no, you I'm not saying that. He's a real salt and pepper. He's a real salt and pepper. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, like. I was drinking Old Gold on the Block when House Party came out. I wasn't interested in that stuff. That's a dope movie. That was a dope movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a dope movie. Me and Stills, I was in Stills' house where he was cooking bologna and eggs in the same pan. Yo, Stills. Yo, Stills. Yo, Stills. disrespectful, dude. Yo, Kid and Play was so ill. That they had you saying, hello, hello, hello. And you thought that was the illest shit ever. No, Lionel Richie had me say hello. <laughs> no, Kid oh and Play had you saying, hola, hola, hey. That was a good song. <laughs> that was a, definitely a good song. Go ahead, and, and, babe, um, break it down, and, babe. And, and, um, break it down. And that's what I'm saying. They had you saying, hola, hola, hey. You were saying, hello, hello, hey. You they did, didn't even they, know that. Word, they did have word. me wearing... Wow. Yeah. They did have me wearing the Air Max <laughs> though. They did have me wearing the Air Max though back in the days when they had the. Look how, like, like, look how ill I was. They had you saying that. Like, come on, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah. I ain't gonna try to lie, man. I just want to tell you, like, he's a. Yo, Vay, good looking on that jewel, son. Word, Absolutely. You already know, man. I right, already know, man. I'm listening. Y'all doing great, man. Keep it up. All right, Chad. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. So it feels so good to Vague agreeing with me for a change. Wow, I like that. Man. Yo, shout out to Vague. Y'all be arguing all the time. Yeah, we only got about five minutes left in the show. So we gonna we gonna speed it up, man. So the joint that we gonna play, man, is Uncle Murder. It's called Nothing Like Me, featuring Conway the Machine and Dios Moreno. Check it out. Used to not having much, couldn't get used to that. Whoever 
Try to stop us from eating, that's who we shooting at. We don't eat, nobody eat, we making it hot. Was beefing with dudes that was old enough to be our pops. We was young like Bobby Smurder and they was old age. Had them saying these little niggas ain't playing no games. Okay, let's cross that line. I'm with it. Smack your nigga little sister, go tell your brother I did it. Been in a hundred shootouts, homie, I made it. First time I shot a nigga, felt like I graduated. Crew was so proud of me, all night we celebrated. I was in high school, that's when Craig Mack was overrated. Couldn't finish school, too much beef, never graduated. Shooting out my window at niggas, grandma was aggravated. Everything I spit real, ain't nothing fabricated. Spin in the fast face, know I'm being investigated. You ain't nothing, you ain't nothing like me, nigga. <laughs> Jesus. What y'all think about that? Zai, what you doing with that? You oh, switching I'm, I'm that? I'm that. That bass line is serious, man. Okay, Dez, what you doing with that? I'm switching that. That shit crazy. Tiny, what you doing with that? Yo, I'm switching that. That was fire. Pop, what you doing with that? I'm switching that. I'm one wheeling all day when it get warm. <laughs> J.O.J., what you doing with you that? You ain't nothing like me. You hey, ain't nothing like me. Hey. All right. In the meantime, in the yeah. meantime. Let's get to the good word, man. I will say this. It's the bearded one, man. We're going to get into the good words. couple things we got going on, but before we go any further, this one, when I read this, it really it really made a difference to me. And a lot of times, you're going to be left in situations where you just got to do what you got to do. Don't be afraid of being outnumbered. Eagles fly alone. Pigeons flock together. A lot of times, you know how they always say it's strength in numbers, it's strength in numbers. Sometimes it's strength in the mind. And you can't be afraid to make your own decisions. You got to be able to hold yourself down regardless of everything. So with that being said, don't be afraid to be outnumbered. Because at the end of the day, one eagle could take down 100 pigeons with no problem. I don't know about that. Eagles fly alone, pigeons flock together. So with that being said, that's the bearded one, man. Word, the good word. Let's get it. Wow. That was the good word, man. I'm going to take it to something that is going to play, God damn it. It's going to change. It's going to come. And, and, and we like to shout everybody out to check this out today on Facebook. Everybody that tuned in live. Shout out to DJ J.O.J. Shout out to Zy Flair. Shout out to Dad. Shout out to Tiny. Shout out to Pop the Bearded One. Barzo's Radio. Every Sunday, 4 to 6. We moving, baby. New spot next literally, week. Literally. Check in with us. Trust me. 